Welcome, one and all, to episode two of the DTC Podcurse. I am your host, Darkness the Curse, and with me tonight are Fenris Silver, a.k.a. Zach, which is what I've been calling him the entire time, because nobody here calls him Fenris Silver, ever. Hello. And Attie, which is not her real name, but we everyone calls her that, because it's yes. close, close enough. It's fine. Also, it's she, close enough. It's also, fine. also it's she secret. could not... She didn't want to have any more simps in her life, so she hid herself behind her VTuber model on the video. <laughs> um, there's too many people that simp for her. It's very stressful. Uh, so don't jokes, mind that. Jokes on her. Most people in this demographic prefer 2D women anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, the, the sad part is that's kind of true. Yeah, it's, 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 it's absolutely true. true. Before we move on to today's topic, let's... Uh, Let's let's take a moment to thank our corporate sponsor, Overlords. We have a sponsor? No, we don't have that to have that. I was simply bringing it up in case okay. anyone's interested. Yeah. Uh, now that we can move past that. <laughs> um, okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Disney. No, no, no! Don't say that. They'll hear you. <laughs> I guess, well, I guess technically you could say, never mind, forget it. It's, Just... it's, it's sponsored by that one guy who leaked Sora and Smash. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, before I get going, I wanted to thank all my Patreons, uh, all my channel members on YouTube and everything going on there. Anyone want listening to the podcast oh, across the airwaves, feel free to look me up on that Darkness the Curse on YouTube or Edge Rabbit on Twitch or anywhere else I am because I have no chill. Um, today we're talking about... The Kingdom Hearts series. Oh boy. And let's be fair, we just got done with Zelda. And I know you weren't here for that. But yeah. let's be but let's be let's be fair. Before I know I know everyone everyone jokes about Kingdom Hearts being complicated, but is it really any any more complicated than Zelda at this point? No. I think well I think I think what I could say though, in Zelda's defense, um the games are designed to be contained. And, okay, now that's that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. When you you <laughs> said you mentioned Zelda earlier because yes, if you try to observe the Zelda chronology as a single connected whole, yeah, 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 it's gonna be it's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a rough um, time, but but okay. but um. Kingdom Hearts is not designed to be self-contained games generally. No. In fact, many of them... I feel like them... I have to step... I feel like I've stepped in to defend Kingdom Hearts already. Um, we haven't even gotten oh. to the first game yet, but go ahead. I I don't think Kingdom Hearts... Okay, okay, like, pre-3 and, like, Unchained Key. Like, let's ignore those two. Like, before those, I never necessarily agreed that Kingdom Hearts was overly complicated it's a it's it's a lot to know but as long as you had played the games in order you were able to basically understand everything that was happening it's it, it, um, it's very similar to metal gear solid in that regard where not there's... only that but like marvel like you like you watch a bunch of marvel movies in between and then you watch the avengers and then as long as you had watched all the superhero movies in between the, the avenger movies you understood what was going on perfectly and all the characters like you can't jump in at you can't jump in at Endgame and expect to understand who half these people are. Same thing with like Kingdom Hearts three. You can't jump in Kingdom Hearts three not um, playing all I'm, the other I'm games. I'm going to I'm going to raise the point that um, 
358 over two days came out after Kingdom Hearts 2. And... Because they did that on purpose. Like, it was intentional. Like, you were as confused as Roxas in the prologue as to what was going on. Not yeah, only I that, suppose. but, like, nar narratively, you also are following Roxas trying to figure out even if he is not his own person, even if he is a nobody of Sora, y you go through that journey of him realizing that doesn't really matter. You the see, end. guys, like, the confusion happened... is part of the art, is what it is. It's not even the confusion, it's like, you're you're as much of a fish out of water as Roxas is. And as you're playing through Kingdom Hearts, after he merges with Sora, things start making more sense. I could use this exact same defense <laughs> I... of... To, um to describe Metal Gear Solid 2. All right, hold on. I, I everyone, have never played Metal Gear everyone, Solid, so that's not everyone, gonna work for me. Everyone, that's, that's, that, 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 that's roll it back. You're all being a bunch of nerds <laughs> right. here. And I knew you two were gonna bicker, and that's okay. But. <laughs> I don't think this is bickering. This is very but, chill debate. But man. we're supposed to be talking about the series, and we always start at the beginning, so let's just go, let's just take it game by game. Okay. The original what? Kingdom Hearts. On the PlayStation 2. The story should have ended there. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay, okay. I love Kingdom Hearts. And I, still, I still argue that it is not overly complicated. But Kingdom Hearts 1 had like this perfect balance of nuance and an adventure that had a beginning and end that no other Kingdom Hearts game, I think, was able to properly replicate. I mean, I follow you. Um, okay. I think... Okay. I don't think it was a uh, bad thing that there was other games. I, 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 I want to take, take us back and explain to, for those of you listening that may not know what Kingdom Hearts is. Because um, Zelda is a bit more well-known. I mean, Kingdom Hearts is, is very popular too, but but for like casuals it may not be. Uh, Kingdom Hearts was basically spawned off of an elevator conversation between uh, someone from Squaresoft or Square Enix and someone from Disney who said, hey, what if we made a game that crossed over Disney characters with Final Fantasy characters, which on paper yes. and in any way sounds mental. Yeah. But, but they went for it. And the result was Kingdom Hearts. And I still remember, I, I, I first found out about, about, about Kingdom Hearts in Game Informer, and they had this big multi-page spread with all, this, all the character art and everything, showing the Final Fantasy characters and the Disney characters. And... I was excited because it looked really cool. And the first Kingdom Hearts is really good. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it is. Like in terms of, first of all, visually the game is absolutely gorgeous. Um, especially at the time. Um, certain aspects have aged a little bit, but like like at the time it was, it was one of the best looking PS2 games out there. And... Uh, the music was awesome, the characters were cool, even the original ones, and then the, obviously there were a bunch of like, I know that guy! I know that guy! I know that guy! Someone subscribed! Thank you, Diamond's Edge! Um, you know, I know I know that guy, and you know, oh my god, it's the Disney princesses, oh my god, it's, it's Squall! Oh, but my name is Leon now. <laughs> uh, because Squall is eternally just impossible to, to talk to. Um, <laughs> but, um, but it's an action RPG, and you know you use a keyblade, which is a thing. It's a magical thingy. That's that's a blade, but it's a key, and you smack the heartless over the heads with it. And the heartless like to, like to steal hearts. They don't have any hearts, and they want their hearts, but they they they, they can't take hearts. And they, they, they you gotta in Kingdom Hearts, and and then there's Anthem, and, and then there's Ansem, 
and hearts, hearts, and darkness, he's all hearts, evil, hearts, and you gotta hearts, help, hearts, you gotta hearts, save hearts, Kyrie hearts, and your hearts. friend Riku, who's a jerk, kind of, sort of. It's complicated, but I don't want to, I don't want to get too many plot spoilers. But the point is that um, Kingdom Hearts, when it first came out, was a weird idea that turned out really cool and got a really solid following, and I was a part of it. Um, now you may interject. <laughs> I'll let okay. Addy go because I actually, I actually have like a really weird history with Kingdom Hearts that I'm gonna need to get into to give viewers context. Um, I, I'm gonna let Addy go first. I feel like I also have a really weird story, so I'm just gonna go through it really quick. Um, Everyone I has real weird stories, but me. That doesn't happen very I, often. Uh, I got into Kingdom Hearts. I, I've told you guys a couple times, but I've gotten into I got into Kingdom Hearts because when I was a kid, my parents couldn't really afford a lot of like stuff to do, so my parents would take us out to the library a lot, and I saw the Kingdom Hearts one manga on the shelf. I had never heard of the series before in my oh, life before man. the manga, and so I got really into all the manga, and then. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Recoded came out and I saw a trailer for it and went oh my god, my favorite manga has a video game <laughs> and so my first Kingdom Hearts game was Recoded for the DS that and now came, I'm here that came out in as, 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 2007 I believe As well we have to remember that uh, Addy is a baby and would have been an actual baby when Kingdom Hearts came out Kingdom Hearts, I believe Kingdom Hearts one. One of the two thousand two. First Kingdom so you Hearts would have been, came out in two thousand two. I was two years you old. You were two years I was like old. One or two years you old. You were a when toddler. Okay. Yes. Coded was two thousand and ten. Oh, two thousand ten. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I got I got into Kingdom Hearts two thousand ten with Recoded, and I hated the game. And <laughs> I. Oh wow! Well, you know <laughs> I hated the game. And then, and then it gets it gets better because then my sister buys a PSP and buys Burper Sleep, and that was my second game ever. <laughs> I was close. That was the beginning of the story chronologically, but not the games at all. And I really liked Birth by Sleep, and then played all the games in completely out of order ways to the point of insanity. Now, according and to the timeline from the Wikipedia article, it happens between Kingdom Hearts 2 and Dream Drop Distance? Which one? Uh, no, 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 okay. Code. Zero, zero point two Birth by Sleep is different from Birth by Sleep. Uh, okay. So uh, Birth by I... Sleep happens before Kingdom Hearts 1. Let, let's go back to Kingdom no, Hearts 1 before we start to about, around. I was talking about Kingdom Hearts Coded. We are... Oh, Coded, yes. We are yes. all yes. over the place. That's... Yes, we that's truly are. Let's go back I think, to 1. Although, I, th I think this is defeating my argument in terms of the Zelda thing where I said Zelda's lore is complicated, but no, because we could go game by game and not jump around when we talked about Zelda, but Kingdom Hearts almost requires us to continually do this! We're, we're gonna jump around okay. as much as the, the story does, so... So what we could do is, like, we could, like, talk about... We could talk about things like what's our favorite game or like what's the game that we have. Like, well, well, let's let Zach, like, that, 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 that's, that's, that's Zach talk about his story with Kingdom Hearts before we get into like favorite games. Yes. Like I said, okay. usually the structure here is we go, we take it game by game and just follow the series forward, not in chronological, but in release date. So we're still on the first. Kingdom game. Hearts doesn't work that way. I <laughs> don't yeah. care how <laughs> this is this. 
This is my pod curse, and <laughs> I have entered Kingdom Hearts, and it has filled me with the power of darkness. And you will not, will not sabotage me with your feminine wiles, okay? Can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Zach, go ahead. Zach, you're smart. Okay. So yeah, I have I have a, a like a a tenuous history with Kingdom Hearts, and right off the bat, I'm just going to say that like I'm not here to take a crap over a series that people enjoy because I know both of you really like it and if you're listening to this podcast chances are you're at least tangentially aware of Kingdom Hearts um and uh if you if you enjoy it I don't want to detract from that if anything my misgivings with the series come from a place of wanting desperately to like it and love it as much as everyone else seems to and not being able to get over what are to me glaring faults with the story um okay. but any anyways uh, i did not grow up with a ps2 which is you know my my first that's my first mistake um some would consider so that a I, blessing depends on who yeah, you ask continue yeah, i was uh, i was uh un unfortunately for my the first 20 years of my life i was i was pretty much strictly a nintendo kid uh aside from emulating and uh getting my hands on some sega pc ports by express software but that's beside the point um so, but I, I was there at least to see, like, the, the, like, the display, like, the promotional materials um, in, like, the game stores. And I was, I, I saw, I remember seeing ads for the first Kingdom Hearts and being interested because I was raised on a collection of Disney VHS tapes. Um, but I never got to play the first game until I was in my 20s, uh, and my, my first introduction, like, my introduction to the, ser the series was Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm hmm So, uh, I'm going to say, going back from Kingdom Hearts 2 to Kingdom Hearts is difficult. It's a miserable uh, experience. <laughs> but I, I am trying it again right now uh i haven't it's been a couple days since i've streamed but this this past week i i did start streaming um kingdom hearts final mix i am i'm emulating it on a ps2 emulator and i'm trying to re reconcile my differences with it feel free to follow um, fender silver on twitch.tv yes <laughs> i i do that sometimes um and uh but but yeah there's like there is a lot that i like about kingdom hearts like uh josh said like for even for ps2 games like they they look beautiful and yeah. um if if there are two strengths that i i think the um 
um, Kingdom Hearts as a series has, uh, it's the visual design. Because as much of a fucking... Sorry. Um, Go ahead. I've already labeled as explicit anyway because Teddy went to stop as, last time. Well, as much as a goddamn fucking madman... <laughs> That's not what I meant. Tetsuya Nomura is... Tetsuya Nomura is a brilliant character designer. And I, I've always been allured by the spiky-haired anime boys that Tetsuya Nomura uh, creates. And um, also the music. I, when I, you I, walk I, away, no, you don't hear me say, Simple and clear! Sorry, go ahead. Yoko uh, Nomura is a goddess to all of us. And her her composing is unparalleled. Didn't didn't she recently come out as non-binary? That was Utsura Hikaru, who is the oh, singer well, for like Simple Clean and Sanctuary. I, and I, I, Yokoshima Mura is the composer of like gotcha, the orchestrations. Gotcha. We're, and stuff. We're, yeah. we're, we've suddenly we've suddenly entered a whole new part of the internet. I think we should yeah. turn back now before things get hostile around here. Uh <laughs> No, that's okay. That's just the powers of darkness. <laughs> it happens. It's okay, um, though. That's actually an interesting fact. I didn't know that. Um, um, yeah. This, this, is this, this, yeah, the singer uh, recently. Uh, yeah. Um, also, an, a one topic that I think is going to be unavoidable tonight, today is the Smash reveal. So I'm going to bring it up. We will. Um, I was going to save it for last, but go ahead now. It's fine. I think everyone's been talking about it anyway. Because I was I was definitely on the side of people who was like, I don't want the final Smash Fighter to be Sora. Um, I don't. Not even for any specific reason. You can't I was just... stop the blade of keys. I have, I have, to, I have to quote Super Butterbuns here, where she was Go like, ahead. she was like, I love this, but I'm sad that Cooking Mama didn't make it as the final Smash character instead, because that would have been hilarious. That would have been pretty funny. Yeah. I was personally, as a bit of a troll uh, pick for me, I was, just, I was really hoping for another Fire Emblem Sword user. Just, oh just, God. just out of spite. Uh, yeah, anime boy. Like every, everybody was done with Fire Emblem. Get them out I, of my Smash I, game. I, I think I was, I was in a similar position though. Like I didn't even really have. Like it's been, it's been years since I played Kingdom Hearts three. We'll get to that. Um, so like mm -hmm. my, my anger towards it has has kind of faded but i was just kind of a uh, in a space where it's like ah yes i would love to see all all of um the kingdom hearts fans get angry when it turns out sora isn't the final fighter in smash but then that reveal happened and he came through the keyhole and that fucking orchestrated version of simple and clean started playing and I'm not gonna lie, my heart grew three sizes that day. It was and a little. I mean, I, I mean, I was pretty proud of you because all of us were ecstatic. We were all on a call at the same time, except for Addy. Addy wasn't there because she was too busy working her job, like some kind of functional adult, instead of watching yeah. a Nintendo stream. Madness. I, 
Uh, yeah, I had meetings all that morning, and I found out about it like after. Like, like I found out about it like a couple hours after. Like when you DM'd me and I responded to you, that was when I found. Yeah, out. I figured that. Um, but um, but we were. I was like, I I I I, I had put it out of my mind because I didn't think they were going to be able to negotiate a deal with Disney, and then they yeah. did it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like it was it was it it, it like even e, I, I, even people it, it was actually humbling because there there like I avoided any hate that because most of the people that I saw. Even when they weren't fans, they're were like, you know what? I'm kind of happy for y'all, because everyone's really yeah. like, like the fans were so happy, and it's been a request for a long time, and you know, it's like it's not a bad choice in any way. Like, 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 even if you're not a fan, you have to admit, like, Sora is, you know, it's it's a good pick, and it he kind of, yeah. I mean, I mean, in, in the context of Kingdom Hearts and going through different worlds, usually in the Disney universe. Um, Sora is very appropriate canonically, which is why I'm terrified of Nomura's, uh, you know, grinding gears in his brain right now, where he's like, how can I work the Smash characters yeah. into the next uh, Kingdom yeah, Hearts? I, oh my God. <laughs> after, after that reveal happened, like, plenty of people were still pissed off that, oh, there's another anime swordsman with a downbeat counter, and it's like... Just as many people were pissed off that Sora did get in Smash, and I was... I mean, I I mean was... no matter who it was, there was going to be a, a vocal, you know, side yeah. of the argument. It's going to be like, I hate everything, especially your happiness. I wanted, mm -hmm. I wanted Master Chief because yeah. reasons. Um, we, we're not talking about oh, Halo else... today. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I also wanted to, I also feel like I have to step in to say something really quick for a couple of my homie friends who were excited for a final reveal. Sweet well, Prince Waluigi. Next time, uh, man. Next it time. Was, it, it's, it's, he, it was never going to happen. Always always an assist trophy, never a fighter. I, I, never a fighter. Rest in peace, Waluigi. Yeah. I, you know, um, I, I, sorry, you were, you were saying you were proud of me? Yeah! Because I, I I knew already knew about your pre-existing opinions, you know, and your issues with the series, and I was, I we were all so excited, and 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 and, and I like 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 you said, your heart grew three sizes. I was worried. I, I don't know what I expected exactly, but yeah. your response was good, so I yeah. was like, good for you, man. You know. Yeah, it's like I mean, I I got a little bit of ribbing for it from you but they were it was deserved that's because like right before it happened you had made a joke about it i literally said before <laughs> it happened anybody but sora <laughs> and i was like oh no i'm gonna get punished for my humor i know I, I i i'm i'm like you see what you have cost yourself zachary <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so mad. I, I'm. I was actually mad when the reveal first came out, not because I didn't think Sora deserved it, because I, I, I have been wanting Sora and Smash for a long time, okay. But I am so mad that 4chan was right that it overwrote my feelings of happiness for Sora being in Smash. I hate 4chan, and so when 4chan was like Sora's gonna be in Smash, I wanted it to be wrong just for the principle of 4chan being wrong. And yet, you know what? That's, that's fair. And yet. And yet we have Sora and Smash. And yet you and have now, Sora and Smash. You can't. It's it's one of those things. I, I made a tweet that if I uh, if Sora was revealed as the final fighter, I would try to become competitive in Smash. So I guess I'm taking Smash off of my shelf. Oh man, um, you have mm. best of luck with that. I know. 
Um, it was a terrible decision. I, I really but... I, that was how confident I was that he wasn't gonna get in. I didn't think it would be possible. Yeah. Well, like I made I made like I I guess I should I'll I'll bring it up because I I made a, a tweet before the reveal where I was like characters I think are more likely um, to appear in Smash than Sora, Bomberman, Gino, Waluigi, Tingle, Todd Snap. Cranky Con, Mike Jones from Star Tropics, the Remember Me guy from Metroid Other M, and Doug Bowser. Man, I'm gonna be I, I'm gonna be real with you. I have never gotten the Geno thing, and this is coming. From, I, 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 I'm, I'm coming from a weird place because I, I wasn't fond of Super Mario RPG. So yeah, like, I've never, I've never really played. But like it either, everyone was so. talking about, like, 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 look at Gino, he's cool, he's a puppet. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even know. I, I have no, I have no inclination towards this character in any way. Um, if he gets in, great. But like, I, I just feel like there are better options. Um, yeah. Um, but um. Oh, Gino, he's the puppet character from um, Super uh, Super Mario RPG. So, okay. so technically, like he he's an he, he's another Square character. He is technically. I mean, it, it could have been technically. Doable. Um, all right, that's a uh, that's press forward. Um, yeah, King, right, getting so getting back to Kingdom Hearts one. Um, or did you just want to move? I was gonna move. Hearts? I was gonna move forward to Chain of Memories unless you guys have more to say about the first game. Um, no, just like I've I recently been playing Kingdom Hearts one again. Um, I I did want to say I do think it is a like a cool natural progression of like Final Fantasy where it's like it you can freely move around and attack things, but you also have that kind of like item and spell menu. Yeah. It's 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 kind of interesting. It's an interesting evolution. I think Kane um, said it best. Unfortunately, he couldn't be here tonight. Um, he's a big Kingdom Hearts fan as well. Um, yeah. But um, but he thinks Kingdom Hearts, in terms of gameplay, is one of the best action RPGs ever made, and I kind of agree with him, because in terms of freedom of motion, while you know, in mixing the action with RPG mechanics, like Kingdom Hearts doesn't restrict you nearly as much as a lot of action RPGs tend to do, where you feel stiff, mm -hmm. you never really feel that in Kingdom Hearts. It, it, it only gets gets better in that regard. I think Kingdom Hearts, as you as you said earlier, you went from two to one. Yeah, one is a little yeah. stiffer than two is, yeah. so it can no, be very difficult to deal with. There, there was definitely, like, I even, like, it's been, it's been years, like a decade since I've even played Kingdom Hearts 2, um, but retrying Kingdom Hearts Final Mix recently, there is like a little bit of like discernible jank in the battles, but it's you know it's it's still it's doable. I I feel like I have to step in and add something because it's actually this is actually going to be important later. Mm -hmm. But it's it's important to note that Kingdom Hearts 1 and a couple of the games that we're going to be talking about was created by, uh, I believe it was called like uh, Business Division or Creative uh, Business Unit 1 of Square Enix. And they basically make most of them really uh, popular games. 
that Cyanix makes. Um, later on, they split into two teams, and the fandom called them the Tokyo Team, which is Creative Team 1, and uh, Osaka Team, which is Creative Unit 3. And oh. a lot of people don't like how Osaka Team handles Kingdom Hearts combat. And this is going to become important in, like, Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts 3, but I just wanted to say, like, Tokyo Team created one, and this is... Tokyo Team is known for the quote-unquote god-tier ARPG combat that Kingdom Hearts is known for, which is... Okay. They, they made one and two... You said and they and make the most popular Square Square Enix stuff, but do they make Tomb Raider? I think not. I, Tomb Raider, isn't they... Aren't they made by Crystal Dynamics? Yes. They're only... They're only... They're only under Square Enix because they bought Eidos, and Eidos owns Crystal Dynamics. So that was... Okay, that was... Okay, a, okay, that, okay, was okay. that was my Tomb Raider fan coming out and being like, hey... Hey, technically, okay. actually, actually, no, it's... it's, it's, it's... I, I want to point that out because if we're going to be talking about the combat of each game, it is kind of important later on. They did make Kingdom Hearts 1, though, and Kingdom Hearts 1 is probably one of the best ARPGs, I agree. So, um, so Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories came out next, and this was the weirdest thing for me. Because I was, I, I love Kingdom Hearts, I love the game, I, I played it through multiple times, I thought it was amazing... You know, and I was like, sequel, 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 because I was 12 at the time, 13, and I was, I had nothing better to do within my time to worry about what next game was coming out, because, you know, you know, 20 years later, I'm an adult, and I'm like, oh god, life. Um, but, uh, okay. <laughs> Chain of Memories came out as, okay, it is a sequel, but it's le it's not Kingdom Hearts 2. It's like a, a mid-quel thing situation. It yeah. Yeah, it's an in-between game, yes. Except it came out before Kingdom Hearts Well, it did, so. it did, it did. So so it, it is a sequel, but it's not like, you know, the next big, you know, game that would be Kingdom Hearts 2. This is kind of like bridging the gap between Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2. And Chain of Memories came out for the GBA, which also it threw did. me off. Um, it did. And this is... I remember reading the, the pages... For it in Nintendo Power a lot. This was the thing, I, and this was the start of of one of one, one of I think I, I think Kingdom Hearts's biggest hindrances. Um, whereas a lot of other major series like Zelda, especially, and and, mm -hmm. and Metal Gear Solid, and you know these long you know branching series with multiple sequels and stuff like that. Like Metal Gear Solid is a better example because there you actually kind of have to play most of the games to get an understanding of really what's going on. Um, but in, Me in Metal Gear Solid's case, the more the more the the further away it is from a mainline title, the less integral it is. There's that, and but yeah. the bigger issue is that Metal Gear Solid stayed on effectively the same platform the whole time. Kingdom mm -hmm. Hearts is all over the place. They started on PS2, but then Chain of Memories is on GBA. Not PSP, GBA. Um, Kingdom Hearts 2 is back on PS2, and then Kingdom Hearts Code came next. That was in 2008 on mobile phones. Then later got ported to DS, and it's just going to get worse. They have you're forgetting yeah. Reaching the Memories, which was on the PS2. Okay, now. I was going to get to that. They did. They did eventually port the game onto PS2 as sort of a sort of a remake, which which had like 3D graphics and stuff. Obviously, the stuff on the GBA was 2D sprites. Um, although, not for three although, years although, after the GBA version. Although, I'm going to stress this, and this is really important to me. Um, Chain of Mem Re Chain of Memories on PS2, 
I hate that game. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Oh. Chain of Memories oh, okay. is much better than Rechain of yes, Memories. Yes, Chain of Memories on, on GBA is actually kind of fun. Rechain of Memories just feels, it just makes you wish you were playing regular Kingdom Hearts. Because it looks like uh, it, yeah. and you can move like it, but it isn't. You have to use the card system, and that's Chain of Memories big gimmick, is that instead of the typical action RPG mechanics, they've invested in this... It's a card game. It's time to duel. But the cards look like crowns, because it's Kingdom That's right, and... And, 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 and the cards are the combat system, where you have a whole bunch of cards, and they have a whole bunch of things on them, and you can do different things with them, and this is how you do your battling in the entire game. And it works pretty well on GBA, not so well in Rechain on PS2. Um, I feel like there's also a pretty crucial problem with Chain of Memories, and, and Kingdom Hearts is a problem with this a lot, I think. And it doesn't do it as much anymore, but they have this really bad habit of it being just kingdom hearts one but slightly different where chain of memories you visited basically every single world in like the same almost the same exact order but the same exact things happening as kingdom hearts one but there was a new plot with the organization and there was a card system but like it felt it felt like a massive case of deja vu to be fair that was the point that was the point but like this isn't the only time they did it and so after a while, you just kind of get exhausted where it's like, okay, I get it. Alice, you're about to get your head chopped off by the queen. God, just do it already. Like, just get your head chopped off. I don't <laughs> just kill her. Okay. Like, exactly. I'm done. Like, like, <laughs> I, I just want to point out, like, like it, it, at Chain of Memories, because of the way it was built, especially on the GBA, I think the GBA is fine, but I think Rechain exacerbated the issue where it was the same graphics, same models of the same place in the same area. Except for the maps were worse and the story was kind of like the story was good when it wasn't sticking you in like the alternate versions of the places you've already been. When you're in Castle Oblivion itself, you're like learning the story about the organization and you're climbing, like that is really interesting. But then they stick you in like this weird, more boring version of the worlds you've already been to, especially in Rechain uh, in Rechain, like I think Chain Memories itself is fine. At least, at least, Chain of Memories had like really had like cool sprite work and stuff. It was nice to see like the worlds reimagined in a two D setting. Like that was neat. And not only that, but like re reworking how the worlds looked in two D made sense. But like Rechain of Memories was literally like Traverse Town. But if it's like this one weird amalgamation of one room instead of the the actual we, town, we were just in actual Traverse Town. <laughs> we were actually just in Traverse. We were town. just like, here, we... except now we're here, but worse. Wait. Yes, that's the problem. Uh, well, at least we're knocking, uh, we're we're killing two birds with one stone here by talking about chain of memories and rechain of memories. I mean, so. we can we can talk about the game's ports and remakes and stuff like that. Why when we get to them, I'm fine with that. Um, you know, when we talked about Zelda, we didn't go over the freaking like uh, I, HD stuff. I never, I never played Chain of Memories. In fact, I have only ever played Kingdom Hearts One, Kingdom Hearts Two, and Kingdom Hearts Three. Well, and we're gonna see what we're gonna see what happens when a person only plays the mainline game. Well, Zach, I will tell you. Um, um, you know, you know how you you don't like going back to Kingdom Hearts One because it feels stiffer. Mm-hmm. Would you like that, but worse? Uh, no. Okay, then don't play Rechain of Memories. <laughs> Yeah, I'd yeah. rather just play. I'd rather just play Chain of Memories. I could emulate it. I just don't feel like it yet. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, 
Don't worry about it until after you beat Kingdom Hearts One. If you want, if you want to play uh, Shadow Memories after that, go. You for can't it. play like, it how, until you've beaten Kingdom Hearts the, One. How does the card system work exactly? Is it similar to like? Um, well, first you draw a monster, and then you lay down a trap card. You basically make a deck, and you have a certain number. And, and then you end one your number turn. Beats the other number. Yeah, it's like one number beats the other number. They use they use a card, and you have to use a card, and you have to make sure your card number is bigger than the other person's. Oh, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but like that is the super super TLDR of it. It's 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 fine. I think if it's your service cards, more, especially so if your on... cards number is bigger, it wins. Yes, but there's like there's like a kind of like match like a, like mana system ish. And like reloading decks and customizing your own decks to like kind of do different things. Some of your cards will literally be zero because they're like cures and something. I think those go like first lot of. And there's also awesome it's... an awesome multiplayer component exclusive to the GBA with a link cable. Yes. I actually didn't know that. You didn't know that? Because Nintendo I didn't know that. Nintendo wanted literally any opportunity they could have to sell goddamn. Why our stupid wire? Do it! <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if Nintendo had like an exclusive deal with Square for that because uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles was also a buy GBAs and link cables. Well, I think also part of it was that the PSP also wasn't out, so it was pretty much the only handheld system to go with if they were gonna do it that way. Mm, um, so it wasn't even like like a thing where they where they were loyal to Sony or anything, or if Nintendo paid for it. Like like if you're gonna make a handheld game, it was either phones in Japan, or or the GBA. Right. Um, so yeah, but then Kingdom Hearts two came out in two thousand five. Well, two thousand six in America. Whatever. Anyway, um, oh, those were some good. Years. Kingdom Hearts two is still to this day considered probably the best game in the whole series. By a lot of people, um, I'd say it's my favorite. I think it's awesome. Uh, it it basically it turns a sequelizing the first game. It took everything about it and was like, all right, guys, uh, we're gonna make this ten times as awesome. And instead of and, and you're gonna fight the heartless, but you're also gonna fight the nobodies. Uh, I know you knew. I know you love the nobodies I... part. <laughs> so. <laughs> 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 It's so edgy. It's amazing. It's just like I know, like, I know, I know. We're nobodies. We don't have hearts, <laughs> so you're heartless. And no, we're different. We so... lost our hearts, and now we wander aimlessly without purpose. I have a consenting. Opinion. Got it memorized. Got it memorized. But um, I have a bit of a consenting opinion with Kingdom Hearts Two, where it's. I've never okay. So if I could like pick the like the three Kingdom Hearts games that I would play over and over, and I had to throw out the rest of the series, Kingdom Hearts Two probably wouldn't be one of those three. Wow. Um, I oh. like the game. I think the gameplay is the best out of the series, but the story pacing is. Addy, 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 I invited you because I thought you would you would have have reasonable opinions, and now you're in here talking shit. 
about Kingdom Hearts 2. I think Kingdom Hearts 2 has like the best I gameplay. I can't allow and the that. Best here. There's a I culture the, here I you think, don't understand. I think, I think the world that never was was probably one of the best endings. You are like, going to uh, get us canceled by Twitter. And I really, really, I don't give a fuck. Listen, having me, okay, I want to be clear. Having me on this podcast for Kingdom Hearts is probably going to get me canceled. <laughs> anybody, anybody in the Kingdom Hearts community sees it. Because the Kingdom Hearts community doesn't like me. We all know this. So if the Kingdom Hearts community sees this, you probably are going to get canceled. If it makes you so feel you know. any better, nobody likes me. So, I mean, <laughs> it's one. They have a reason to not like me. Just you know, I, I, I finished it. I, they, they, had, they had finished. I actually finished that sentence in my head before you finished it. I thought you were about to say, they have reason not to like you. And I was going to be like, no, wow. They have a reason not to like me. Uh, because they actually know me and don't like me actively. But, um, and just in general, but I think The World That Never Was was like probably one of the best endgame sections. I think the story itself is really, really good. I think the way that they paced it out was just as bad as... Kingdom Hearts 3, which is also... I don't agree with, with, with that, or even about 3 for that matter. I think, I, I, th I thought, it was longer than the first game, and yeah, it was longer. But I don't... I don't have a problem with the length. I have a problem with how they handled the story beats and how they spaced out the story beats between games. I think that you are entitled to your opinion. Also, okay. I... I'm wrong, you're wrong. according to you. <laughs> uh, I, it's okay. I... I I loved Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, I thought it was a great game then. I still, I still think Kingdom it's a great Hearts game. Too. I just can't replay it. And, you, and you're... And that's fine. You're the one who's busy not having fun while the rest of us are off saving the universe. I have a lot of... From the nobody. I have a lot of fun from a lot of other Kingdom Hearts games that are just not to. We are like, the nobodies. Wanna be somebody. I got Kingdom Hearts 2 as a gift, I believe, for my birthday in, like, maybe, like, 2014, something like that. And I know life to that game for three weeks. And I beat it. And I loved it. It took you and three I weeks still to beat do, it? I still do. I did it in three days. I want you to know that I love Kingdom Hearts, but I'm not exactly good at the series. I'm a lore nut for a reason. I'm not... I, I'm not... I'm not beating Lingering Will anytime soon. Like, let's just... I bet that. you didn't even beat um, Sephiroth. I have it. Um, Get out of here. Fuck. Fuck. Listen, listen. I may not be great at Kingdom Hearts, but I, I know a lot of the lore, all right? I, I mean, that's... That's how I'm I make just, up for I'm just it. surprised. That's, that's like a... I, I beat him in both games. I'm... I'm really not great at Kingdom Hearts. Like, I'm really not. Uh, it took me, like, a week to beat Vanitas in Birthday Sleep. Like, I, I'm not great at the games. I just love them. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Also, according to the internet, it's not fine. Um, but yeah, I'm saying it's fine because I don't... Listen, I, at least I didn't play it on easy. I did play it on normal. Yeah, that would be Kane. He's not here to talk about how, how his filthy casual mode, uh, which, will also, but... which will also get me canceled. All my friends are going to get me canceled, guys. This podcast is ending at episode two, apparently, because as soon as this airs, everyone's going to cancel me. But it would give me more views because they would have to listen to this. So that'd be fine. Another another, uh, another dissenting opinion about Kingdom Hearts 2, though, is that I I don't think it's one of the best games on the series. I really like it, but I, I wouldn't put it in my top three. However, 
I so think why don't I, you keep mentioning your top three? Why don't you just say what your top? Because three I want to get to it when we get to them, timeline wise. Because I don't want to jump right. around too much. Her favorite is right. coded. Absolutely not. Um, I'll just say it now. But like, well, well I'll go into detail whenever we get to them. Num number three is three five eight over two days. Number two is probably Kingdom Hearts three, just in terms of gameplay. I can get over the story being mad because I, I really that's really gonna like get us canceled. Uh... And um and number one is Breath Sleep. Fair. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I I I do don't think Kingdom Hearts two is as amazing as a lot of people say it is. However, the one part I will defend to the death is the one part that everybody else who loves Kingdom Hearts 2 hates, which is I think that the opening scene was perfect for Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. I don't know why everyone complains about it. A lot it. of people hate a lot of people hate it. And I think it is perfect. I, I wouldn't change a single thing about it. Honestly, for for someone who started with Kingdom Hearts 2 and had absolutely zero prior knowledge um honestly not that bad <laughs> it's, it's like my uh the the beginning of kingdom hearts 2 is is one of my my least pressing issues with the series um, i feel like i feel like if it's your first game it actually helps even more because it people get mad that it's too babying in terms of well, the controls like you, and stuff but it like teaches you, you everything you need to know like you said, tell the tryhards to play it on proud mode and shut the hell up. You are you're just as confused and just like you feel just as much of a fish out of water as Roxas, and it it sort of eases you into things. Yeah, Roxas. And then and then as you and then as you get further into the game, Sora starts getting confused because everybody keeps calling him Roxas, which you you knew from the beginning of the game. And so now you're like, well, how is Roxas and Sora connected? And then you and Sora is just like, who the hell is Roxas? And the whole can we talk time? about dual wielding Keyblades for a second? Oh, because yeah, yeah. that will never that not be lit. I, I love every moment of doing that. It's so much fun. <laughs> oh, was it, wasn't it the uh, power form that had that? Roxas, uh, Roxas can do it on his own. That's like his default thing. Is that he dual yeah, wields? Sora. Sora needed the. Form. Sora goes into the form. Well, uh, I think three of the forms will do that. The the blue form uh, lets you shoot magical stuff out of the end of your keyblade. Yeah, that's that's mage. Form. Yeah, that. Wisdom form. Which wi 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 Sorry, wisdom yeah. is actually a fun on its own. I always thought that form was hilarious. You're just skating around like pew 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 pew. Uh, <laughs> right. I think it's right. You're right. It's called like valor form for valor the red form, one. Wisdom form, I believe, and then uh, final. There's form? two. The final form is one of them. There's also the gold form. I forget what that one's called. Um, master form. Master form. Um, because the difference between those ones, Master Form lets one of the Keyblades just float, so you could just... And yeah. then Final Form, um, lets both of them float, but that one is... You have to grind for so long to get that to, tri to, to be able to trigger that on your own. Sometimes it happens randomly. I actually always hated that, um, because it takes... Oh, don't you like Antiform? What's... Oh, and then I forgot about Antiform! Oh, Antiform's okay. hysterical! <laughs> I was gonna bring up Antiform, yeah. It's when, it's when you fall prey to the dark side. The dark. <laughs> you, Kingdom Hearts, fill me with the power of darkness. It was that was great too. Um, it was a lot. 
There was a lot of fun things. Um, I don't think we've mentioned for the. I know most people know this. Like Donald and Mickey follow you, around, or not Donald and Mickey. Uh, Mick, Donald and Goofy. Mickey's there sometimes. Um, but like that, like the whole Disney aesthetic keeps going, and they and they and they keep. I, I think they 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 lean into Disney as the series goes on a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. Uh, I was just like, no. I was just like, Nomura's gone on record being like, I don't feel like the Final Fantasy characters are necessarily super important anymore because he's like, we had we 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 used the Final Fantasy characters because we didn't have a lot of original characters in this. We didn't really have a foundation. Now they have a whole giant original cast and a bunch of custom worlds that like are lore important. Where they're like, we don't need Final Fantasy anymore, and then everybody rioted about that. <laughs> I mean, both are both are like, it's true, but also it's one of the reasons like some of us were drawn to the series in the first yeah, place. Yeah, part of my thing with it was the crossover element. Like, like, like it's true. The Final Fantasy characters, generally speaking, particularly past the first and second game, don't contribute a whole heck of a lot. But I liked seeing them. <laughs> it was it was cool. It was nice. Like sometimes they help you. Some like it was just it was just it was just a nice little. Oh, I I know that guy. And 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 all and you know Sephiroth always being a you know a hidden boss fight in one and two was 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 awesome. Um, it's just kind of cool seeing them live their own little alternate universe lives in various Disney worlds. Nomura's like, gonna find yeah. a way to make it canon to the actual Final Fantasy universe. Um, like how? Give me how, one second. I have to go grab something. I'm so sorry. We are in the I, middle I, I of always, a podcast. You can't get up now. You have to stay glued to your chair forever. Okay. okay, fair enough. We have to keep talking about two because the next game only Addie really knows much about, so we need her. Okay. Uh, I, oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say I really liked in two how uh, various characters you. Um, I mean, I, I guess it, it, it might be. It's probably also a thing in Kingdom Hearts one, but how like you would have various um, characters, either Disney or Final Fantasy, sort of join your party, and you'd have to choose. Um, it was usually Disney, um, but they did they did occasionally. Yeah. I think Oren was one. I was gonna and I two. was gonna bring up because Oren Oren from Final Fantasy X um, uh, showing up in Olympus was one of my. I, I really like that part of of Kingdom Hearts 2, and um, it it's it always stood out to me. I am the Lord Oran of the was, Dead. Huh. No wonder no one Oran wants was, to die. Oran was always a super cool character in in Final Fantasy X. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna abstain because I always thought he was a little overrated, but he is pretty cool. So fair enough, I'll let it go. Um, I, I mean, yeah, he's he's popular, I guess. He's definitely but, very popular. I mean, he's he's no Cloud or Vincent Valentine. Vincent's also pretty overrated too. Uh, he, you see what I mean? Uh, yeah. So but, I'm over here with my Final Fantasy IX characters in my corner and. As far as I know, they haven't even, hey. except for Vivi, they have not been in Kingdom Hearts at all. And I'm like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just sit with these guys. So I'll go, I'll go I, away. I'm, I think I brought this up at, uh, on a previous call, but I'm pretty sure um, Final Fantasy IX has sadly been omitted um, because I don't think Nomura worked on that game. 
So? I have, I, there's no other reason. I don't know. Why, why would you hurt me with this information? I, I know. Now that I know man, there's, I, I thought it was just because this, the, that game was not considered as popular as like seven or 10. Yeah. You know? Or eight. You know, it's weird. Back then I always thought like a lot of people told me eight was better than nine, but as time has gone on, like there's this vocal group that's like no. Final Fantasy VIII is trash. And I'm like And also I think I think people are being more vocal about how good Final Fantasy IX well, is. Well, I mean I, I you know, it's it, it's true. It was it, it came out at the tail end of the PlayStation's life. Um it had a, it had an art direction that was a lot different from the previous two games that had gotten a lot of people into the series in the first place. because uh, Final Fantasy IX was meant to be a throwback to the older games. Not the more mm. modern, you know, super anime, super, you know, more adult, dark themes. I mean, there's dark themes in 9, but the art direction is more like the classic Final Fantasy. Um, and I think yeah. that put off a lot of people that was like, this must be for babies now. And then they went back to the more, you know... Uh, it's, 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 it's realistic sucks. aesthetic uh, with 10, which does look gorgeous. And... Uh, we're, we're getting we're getting trailed off because we're trying to stall. Because the next game that came out for Kingdom Hearts is Coded, and I've never played Coded. I know Yay. very little about it. It came out in two thousand eight. It was for mobile phones, initially. In two thousand eleven, it came out for the Nintendo DS. Um, and according to what I'm reading now, it it was released in several episodes. Over time, I assume that was on mobile and not the DS, because that sounds yeah, asinine no, I otherwise. I'm, I, I'm willing to assume that when it got ported to um, to DS, that it was the entire... It was recoded. That was That's what was called yeah. recoded. Um, Addie, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'm, I'm going to let her vent about it when she gets here, because Addie hates recoded. As I understand I, it... Um, all I know is that it's... The the plot isn't super important because you like you play as a digital construct. Yep. Like copy of Sora, and you're trying to like recover memory or something. It it is. It is. It is. It is apparently basically the same game as the original Kingdom Hearts. Except you're all digital ver- it's all digital versions of the characters. And somehow he managed to tie to tie this in with the actual Kingdom Hearts and like their reality. Um I I don't I still to this day it, it, it's referenced in three. Three kind of ties everything together. I still yeah. don't fully understand how or why Coded has anything to do because as I understand it, I believe Coded is simply just an excuse to retell Kingdom Hearts on a mobile phone format. Right. Um, as for releasing it on the Nintendo DS, I mean, maybe that's just a nice way to make it more accessible to other audiences. I mean, after all, at the time, in 2008, smartphones weren't super popular in America, and phones that could play games were still, like, it, it wasn't really... We weren't Japan. 
God, I I remember that time though. I when a single game costs like five goddamn dollars. Oh yeah, I I remember I remembered I on my old flip phone back in the day. I I, I could have gotten Pac Man for my flip phone. Yeah, five dollars for Pac Man. I had the I had the Wolfenstein RPG. That's now that's that's getting into that sidetrack. Right, that, that, that is yeah. way off, but it's okay. We're we're still we're still we're kind of I I I I I I was afraid she would do that because she has obligations, but it's okay. We can keep going. That's because uh, the next game that came out is Kingdom Hearts Mobile, which is different than Coded. I guess. Wait, what? It's called Kingdom Hearts Mobile. It was released specifically on Addy. Hello. We were. Oh, I was just about to move on without you. Kingdom Kingdom Hearts Coded. Tell us all about it, because we already said everything either of us know. It is a story based on. Okay, so you know how in I believe it was either Chain 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 of Memories or Kingdom Hearts Two. I don't remember exactly which one. Um, memories of Nominate kind of, like, disappeared. I believe it was probably at the end of Chain of Memories. Right. Yep. So, she had written in a book because Sora was like, I'm gonna forget you. And so, he had Jiminy write in a book, thank Nominate, basically, to try and not forget her. They're looking into things, looking into things, and they realize that there is a bug in her journal. Yes, it is not a computer, yet it has bugs. I... It's an e-diary. I, e I like, I like how this is getting more confusing now that you're explaining it. So Gemini's journal ends up having bugs in it, and so they send a digital version of Sora to go clean the bugs out and figure out and decrypt the message of what is in the journal. And that and is the literally bugs the plot of Rico. heartless. The bugs are heartless, but also these, like, red cube things that look really weird and... It looks, it looks kind of like you're, it literally, they call it like debugging as Sora's like going through these worlds and trying to figure out where the glitches are coming from. Right. So, that, that, it's, it's not super important. Oh, oh, I know. It's a tiny bit more important, <laughs> but it's really not. What, 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 what I'm being, how is it as a game, like the gameplay? It's like a really... It's it's like a it feels it feels like a beta version of three beta over two days and I think it came out after days. No, it no it. it well, did it or did it come out before? Well, hold on. Uh, okay. On the DS, it came out after. Oh, you're talking about coded coded the mobile coded game. Coded was originally released on the mobile phones, um, and it's the recoded is on DS. Um, apparently, yeah. a, apparently yes, on the mobile good. phone version was episodic. It, yes, it was episodic. And the gameplay was really... I can't even explain it. It was very odd. It just... It worked barely. Cool. And that's... that's. I feel like that's all that's relevant because nobody acknowledges the mobile version other than that it exists and just play Recoded. If you re if you really, 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 really want to play Coded, just just play Recoded. I, 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 no I, I got, to I'm going to be real with you. I don't. We're I don't. I don't want to do it. I. I don't have any, any 
any inclination that could possibly make me want to do that. There are so many other options I have um, for quality content to to enjoy that is not that, okay? Oh, I get to tell the fun story about Recoded. Oh, there's a fun story? I feel like I've mentioned this to you guys too. But not on the podcast. For those who don't know, for those who don't know and or everybody in the podcast. Aside from when you found so, out that your favorite manga had a video game. Okay, no, no, not that. It's completely different, actually. Okay. They made the idea of coded. When I believe, oh, I, I, I know say what I know what your Tabata. story is. Go ahead. I feel I I want to say Tajiwa Tabata that he was talking to. I don't remember exactly who. They were drunk, and Mora like was like, me. "Yo," Nomura was like, "Yo," mobile Kingdom Hearts game, and they were like. Yes. Bro, you're a genius. And then it came out. And I feel like Coded is a testament of don't make things when you're drunk. Fair. Honestly. That's moving moving something forward. Um, Can we talk about how just a, less than a month after Coded was originally released for mobile phones, they also put out Kingdom Hearts Mobile exclusively for the NTT Docomo cell phone? Mm-hmm. What is that? I don't, I don't even know if there's a lot of information about that. What, what, what I'm getting is that it was a Kingdom Hearts-themed online community-based social gaming networking service featuring player avatars and mini-games, which sounds like um, such the, a freaking waste of time. Uh, the style of uh, the character design looks a lot like um, uh, Kingdom Hearts X. Like, I, I think it's. I think it was kind of based off of that. Also, according to Wikipedia, it was mostly about. Um, it was mostly to like play mini games and like like ringtones and wallpapers from the Kingdom Hearts series. Like I don't think it was really taken seriously. I barely know about it because like nobody acknowledges it. But it's so. There. Let's just move it on. In two thousand nine, for the Nintendo DS, we got Kingdom Hearts. 358 over two days, and I still. Math equation day. And I still to this day hate this freaking title. I cannot so remember it ever. It. Why? I, the multiplayer was pretty fun. Thank the you. The multiplayer was pretty Thank fun. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's not what I asked. It had nothing to do with what we were talking about. <laughs> I have actually played this game, though. Believe it or not, the game on the DS not only looks great, but really isn't that bad. It's it's actually all right. Like it's it's a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, you know it's it's not a, it's not quite as good as like the console Kingdom Hearts at the time or today. But it's still like, you know, a, it's a decent Kingdom Hearts experience on a on a DS. Yeah. Which is I think like, honestly, I have, we expected less of them. I have never played it, but. From what I understand, it gives a lot of really important backstory to, like, for Roxas. I um, feel like it's one of the only, like, side games with War Zero Distance that was really important. Yeah, it's it sounds like it has, like, absolute, like, like really critical information about the backstory. It, it does. For uh, Organization 13. It also... It, so. it, is, it is the backbone for, like, the whole second half of the Kingdom Heart, of Kingdom Hearts' existence. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it turns to the nobodies of Organization 13 in terms of Roxas. It also it also introduces uh, Shion, who... She, that's the one I Who was you of, would yeah. never know exists without this game. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, because one of, her plot, one of the plot points is that people forget about her after 
this game. So you have to know, you have to play the game. Unless you just, you know, play Kingdom Hearts 3 and it's like, oh. Who are you? They don't explain. Dion <laughs> shows up and everybody was hype except for the people who never played a game and they were like, who the fuck? And everybody was like screaming in the background, Shion, baby, you're back. And everybody's like, who the fuck? Hey, Who's I mean, I mean, I love Shion. I love that. I love Ooh. her. Uh, I, I know you're drunk, but recognize that all the characters we're going to talk about are significantly underage compared to me. So I feel like implying oh. anything like that is very dangerous. Uh, yeah. I am uh, well aware that I am too old for that. But as a character, I adore her. Um, I want to protect her with my life. Also, we have a, I have an uncanny resemblance between her character model's hairstyle and mine. And I, just I mean, do you the now? game came out. The game came out in two thousand and nine. How do you want to tell me more about that uh, hairstyle? I was, I was eighteen. Like, oh, you were nineteen. Colored hair. What? When okay, when three fifty eight over two days came out, you were what nineteen? Yes, and on a technical level, uh, in that game, Shion was effectively zero. Ah, okay, so it's literally dangerous territory, no matter <laughs> where like, we get. Like, I, 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 I don't want to give away too much, but, like, in terms of her backstory, she was just born. So... Yes. <laughs> well... So, I want to be clear also. To, 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 I'm going to explain the I'm gonna explain the title of 352 Days for Zach. 358 Days. What that means is that was how many days that Roxas and Shion were in the Organization 13. Uh -huh. And over two means you get both of their perspectives. Mm -hmm. It's from the perspective of both Shion and Roxas. And 356 divided by two is 178. No, no. They're, okay, they're both... They they both are in the organization 358 days, but it's covered in two perspectives. Sorry, 179 days. <laughs> it's just a clever way for them to say these are these two characters' stories throughout this game. Is it clever? Okay. Is it? I'm not sure how clever it is. But okay. I like the game, though. It was a good game. Um, I have absolutely nothing to say about Birth by Sleep, because I haven't uh, played it. Uh, I'm going to take a brief bra uh, bathroom break. Okay. Addy and I you will guys... trudge on. You, you trudge on. Uh, though both of us, we just, just, just really, really settle my point about, especially at the time, like, they, they, they port, they cross-ported stuff later, but Birth by Sleep is also somewhat, I think, relevant to the overall story, and it's on the PSP. It's actually very important. And, yeah, and it's on the PSP. So you have two mm -hmm. different games released around the same time, both critical to this narrative on completely different platforms. Can we also acknowledge when everybody thought that the secret trailer for Kingdom Hearts at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 was Kingdom Hearts 3, the Keyblade War, and we're making like box art, and it was actually just Birth by Sleep the whole in time. In our defense, in our defense, um, we only had one basis for this comparison in terms of the post credit scene. And and to be fair, I was also one of those people and it who was, thought it was Kingdom and Hearts it, 3. And, and, and at that time, it was Kingdom Hearts 2. So when I saw that, I'm like, that's going to be Kingdom Hearts 3. And it's like, actually, we're going to make it Birth by Sleep. It's like, you liars. Um, I, are, are we just going straight to Birth by Sleep now? Yes. I love Birth by Sleep. It's my favorite game. I will die for that game. 
I have the novel version of King of Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep on my wall right now. It is so good. I love that game. And this is actually I'll 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 like reiterate this one Zach from the back. But this was the I think it was one of the main first games that Osaka team did. And people hate it. Because people are like, it's so floaty. Oh, if you cartwheel, then that means you have invincibility frames that are really dumb and it means you could cheese every fight. But no, I think that that game's combat was so cracked that if you when you when you fight the the secret boss at the end, if you don't play pixel perfect, you die. It is the ultimate challenge of a Kingdom Hearts fan that like it you you will get slaughtered if you do not time everything perfectly. Uh, people get mad about that because they're like it's bullshit hard. And my argument is, you guys play Lingering Will with the Struggle Bat. Stop telling me that it's bullshit hard because you guys make this hard for yourself. Embarrassingly, um, I I've read what what happens in Birth by Sleep, so I know the story. Mm-hmm. And I own a PSP. Never played it. I genuinely believe you should. I, I it's rough around the edges a little bit. I don't think it's as refined as two, but there is a charm to Birth by Sleep that I just can't explain that I have replayed it like three times. I, excuse me, I love that game so much. Um, there's also some story stuff that's in the novel that's not in the game that I feel like um, gives a lot of the characters, uh, specifically the villain, they, it gives Venetus a really interesting edge to him where he's not just a psycho crazy guy in darkness. Yeah. Like they actually they gave him an interesting they gave edge. Him an edgy backstory. They gave him an edgy backstory for his edgy character, so that it made more sense how edgy he that's was. That's right. I'm so essentially, so do you know? Do you know the concept of the universe? Do you understand like how that enemy works? I think there I think you've right. explained it before, but I still don't understand. There okay, are, okay, there, okay. There are creatures without. Heart. Damn it! No, 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 no. They have nothing. They actually have nothing to do with heartless. Birth by sleep happens before emblem heartless are really a thing. And I'll 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 go into that in a second. Um. So essentially. Um, Roxas is being trained under Master Xehanort in an unspecified time. They don't really tell you when the timeless takes place. Uh, he, he has a really weird heart where it's like 50% light, 50% dark perfectly. Like nobody's heart's normally like that. Mm-hmm. So Xehanort was trying to push him to use darkness so that if he tilts his heart so that a perfect section of it is light and a perfect section of it is dark, he could use Ven as a catalyst to create the Kai Blade. Everybody calls it Keyblade. It's X like it's X like the Greek letter. I say Kai Blade just to make it easier to differentiate. Yeah, because if you say Keyblade, everyone gets confused. Yeah, I just say Kai Blade. Yeah. It's like it's it's fine. Uh to create the I Kai always call it like... X Blade because that's what the the letter looks like in the English alphabet. Because you like that game so much, right? No! Explains. No! No, no! There will never be an episode of this series about that, okay? It's awful! Never play that game! I don't care what Kane says! He's full of it! That game's terrible! Continue, Addy. Okay, so... Ben is too much of a bitch, baby, whatever. <laughs> Xehanort gets pissed because he's like, I can't make this work. So, he goes for a little bit of a... He, he, he decides to go for a bit of a spicy option and slices Ven's heart in half. 
extracts all the darkness so that Ven's heart is literally broken in half and the only thing that's left is the uh, is the light and the there. light starts fading away. Um he his heart connects with Sora's because Xehanort, I guess, has like a sign of mercy or something, leaves Ven's body to die in Destiny Island, which is where Sora is from. His heart Sora touches his heart and essentially stabilizes it. So he's like the best way to put it is like he's a really scuffed princess of heart, where like his heart is only light, but the but, but it's only light and only like half of it even exists, which is why he was in like a super coma in the beginning of the it's, game. It's only light mm. because he was he was forced into being yeah. so. He's naturally that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like a super artificial scuffed version of a princess of heart, and so he Venitas is what they call Ven's dark side, because he has his own conscious, his own body, even though his body's all, like, darkness. He doesn't actually get a physical appearance like until me. Sora touches But when Sora touches Ven's heart, it, that's why Venitas looks like Sora. But, um... Nah. So, whenever Ven... No, Ven says, whenever Venitas feels negative emotions, because he's, like, a dark entity, he's not, like, a full person either... He creates things called Inverse, which are these really weird amalgamations that are basically manifestations of his emotions. And they start he, he uses them to like wreak havoc on all the world. He's essentially it's essentially like Heartless, but comes from Vanitas's like entity and follows his orders. Okay. Um the cool part that they added to the story that I think adds a lot in the in the novel. The problem is Unchained Key kind of ruins a lot of it, but I just ignore that because I think this is brilliant that they wrote in the novel. Because there is his emotions, when Terra Aqua Aventus destroy the universe, the pain that the universe felt goes back into Vanitas when it returns to Vanitas's body. So oh. this man is basically being like, Tortured by his own creations. Crawling in and, my skin. Xehanort uses like that like fragility in his mental state to be like, look at Ventus. He's happy. He's existing in life. He has friends. He's not in pain as like suffering like you are. If you become one with him and get the Kai Blade. You will not. You will no longer be the one suffering. These wounds, they will not heal. Yeah, it's edgy. Like it's it's super edgy, but it's such a cool dynamic. It makes and Vanitas in Birth by Sleep just seems like a psychomaniac. And like in the book, he's still a psychomaniac, but he's a psychomaniac that got broken by his own creation. That he didn't. He didn't have a choice to make a verse. He doesn't even have a choice to exist. Fear is how I fall. And so, I figured you would really, I figured you'd really like how edgy that was. <laughs> pretty freaking edgy. <laughs> uh, I know Birth by Sleep is very popular. Um, it was, it introduced a lot of characters that people like. Um, Ventus, Aqua, especially Aqua. Oh my God. Simps. It was created. Uh, it was created by Osaka team, though, and a lot of people got mad that the combat, other than like the cartwheeling thing that I mentioned, where like a lot of the invincibility frames were really odd. People complained about it feeling very floaty. If you got knocked in the air, unless you were doing like an air combo, which wasn't super amazing in Birth by Sleep, 
you would kind of get stuck in the air and it would it would, it, it would take a while for you to hit the ground again because ground combos were by far better. I was going to say I have heard complaints about combat for that, but oh well. Well, those people sound like a bunch of those... whiny bitch. Sorry. Uh... They almost. Birth by Sleep also uses the command deck system, where like you can make you can craft abilities by like merging lesser abilities together, and then you kind of it's uh. kind of like a, it's kind of like sort of like a deck. So instead of having like in Kingdom Hearts one and two, you have like attack, magic, summons, drives, right? In Birth by Sleep, you don't have any of those menus. Obviously, attacks you have default attacks, aerial combos, stuff. All that's default. And then you have a command deck system where if you press triangle, it does a special move and then that move goes on cooldown. So you have like cooldowns on all of your command deck abilities. And you could craft that deck to be whatever you want. Like you could have like five strike raids, you could have like three cures on it. Like you can do, you can customize it however you want. A lot of the high end players who are fighting the final boss just have it stacked with Kiragas, but. <laughs> yeah, well. It, it was uh, super, it was super unbalanced because some of them are way stronger than others, but it added like a custom ability where you can really make your character feel like how you want to play. And a lot a lot of the other Kingdom Hearts games we didn't really mention have these like kind of customization systems as well. Uh, the Trivade over two days had the grid system where you put in little chips into a grid system and you kind of had to Tetris your way into powering your character up. And that's how you level. You have to put a level chip on your grid, and it oh. allowed a lot of custom. It allowed it allows a lot of customizability. Uh, you can like hire your defense. You can hire your attack, and it also makes it so that if you want to do a really hard mode, you absolutely can. If you really feel like it, if you want to make things hard for yourself, you can. Um, yeah, but why would we want? <laughs> you know what? You don't know the Kino Wars community then, because again, I knew people who literally no, would. We have to. They have to get good. They have to See, be able. I, I know people. I know people personally who decided to do a lingering will ninety nine times in a row because Whoa. they could. Critical level one, Kingdom Key. Jesus. Be because they could. That's uh, that's gonna be a I no people, from me, fam. Um. I know people. I know people who modded Kingdom Hearts two so that they could fight Sephiroth with a struggle bat. Why? Because they could. So if you really want to be a sadist, you absolutely can, and everybody. That's just that's just swiftly move can. forward, shall we? Um, before we. Yes. Uh, the next game that was released is for the 3DS, which is Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance. Get it? Get it? The title has three Ds in it. <laughs> I've never played this it's one either. Clever. Um, Addy. This is why you're here. Tell us about Triple D. I have personal feelings about Dream Drop Distance. Off you go! It has the main character <clears throat> from the world ends with you in it. Okay, first of all, yes. Play Neo The World Ends With You is out on PC, no, and it's that's also not, out on the Switch and PS4. No, no, Okay, okay, no. okay, now we're, now, we're, okay now, we're, now we're going to try this. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I had to point that out because my favorite RPG in 2020 Get your own podcast. Uh... <laughs> People are not buying it, and it's bothering me. Anyway, so... You know how I said that as long as you play every single game in in order they were released, you will basically never be confused 
Uh-huh. Because it explains everything really well as long as you played it in the order it was released. Did, was that a- uh-huh. Dream Drop Distance doesn't really apply well, to I was going to say, did you did you lie to us? Um. Uh, a, a lot of people say that it is easy to understand. But I have a problem where, like, the minute you throw time travel into anything, I get lost. I, I hate time travel as a concept a lot of the time because it's not done very well. And it wasn't exactly done very well in Dream Drop Distance. Um... Mm-hmm. They incorporated the again. They 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 are like they are really into like X's in the series. Like it is their kink, okay? Because they decided that key the the, the Greek symbol once it's again. It's okay. I'm still uh, really into my X's too. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was good. Um, they call it the Recusant Sigil, and essentially. If you wore an X, Xehanort could track you. Which is retroactively why he would make everybody who was a nobody in Orgus 13, why he would rearrange their name and add an X to it. And that's why Sora's costume that's why Sora was kind of distance has an X on it. Yes, because he has a Rakusen sigil on him. That's and so I just, dumb. I really hate that plot point, too. I really don't Sora, agree that plot Sora, point. quick! Change your clothes. But you gave me these clothes. Just put on. It's it's pretty dumb, isn't it? Like. I I also feel like, I feel like they just could have told the story better. This is gonna sound so petty of me. I have never beat Dream Drop Distance. Embarrassing. Because I. I know everything that happens in it. I watch all the cutscenes. I like read about it. I, I know what happens in it. But I I really don't like Riku. And they make you play as Riku in order to progress in the story. And I was like so not into the idea I never beat the game. My problem with Riku is like after playing the first game, I could never like deal with him. Because I'm like, dude. You. You're. You're a you're a massive fuck up. Like <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> I feel like my problem with Riku, just like throughout the whole series, really, is that he has this weird arc thing where it's like Kingdom Hearts one. He's trying to like destroy the world or whatever. He's being controlled, yes, but like he's also like half meaning it because he's throwing a bitch fit because Sora likes Kyrie more or something. Like that's what that's what threw him into wanting to. to, to Why doesn't Kyrie, Kyrie like me? I want to date Kyrie, but Sora and Kyrie and, and and my best friend likes my crush, and I can't let them be together because that it, is. It wasn't even. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with the fact that Sora was apparently looking out for Kyrie and looking for Kyrie and not looking for Riku. I however, however, Sora, Sora bullshit foot race in the. <laughs> 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 yeah. So he got he got he he, he got a piss he got pissed crybaby about Sora looking for Kyrie and not him. Even though Sora had literally witnessed Kyrie disappear after going through him and clearly saw Riku actively walk into the portal. So he probably just assumed, okay, Riku kind of is doing what he wants to do, but Kyrie is just straight up missing. Yeah, and so maybe I should like try to find Kyrie because I know Riku's probably fine. And even at that point, I, as someone who watched Zack play through Kingdom Hearts fairly recently, 
Riku's kind of a dick at the beginning of the Well, game. there's that. But also, like, even while Sora's looking, he's looking for his friends. Plural. Yeah. He's not just looking... Like, he's looking for Kairi, but he's also looking for Riku. That's his best friend. So, Riku is just being a massive tool. Even though he's a... I mean... I'm sorry. I just... I really don't like fighting uh, Riku or racing Riku at the beginning of the first Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I don't either. I, I will say, like, he gets better... Chain of Memories, he's, like, trying to do the right thing, whatever. Replica Riku, I'm not even going to get into that because I don't like Re Replica Riku I, as an idea. I really like Riku in Kingdom Hearts 3, actually. He does, he, he, like, he, he, he does have significant character growth. There's no question about that. I have beef I have beef with him in 3 for a completely personal reason. <laughs> um, I think... Wait, and this, wait, this ties wait, into Dream wait, of Okay, well, if it ties into Dream of Dreams, go ahead. I was going to say we haven't got the 3 yet. We're about to, pretty much, but... Yeah. This ties into the end of Jinjo Distance. I think it's absolutely, positively horseshit that Sora is not a master and Riku is. Yeah, that's a lot of crap. Horseshit. Oh, okay. Dumb, yeah. Worst decision. I, I understand it. They were like, Sora almost got taken over by the darkness. And I'm like, first of all, first of all, first of all. You were literally, you made, you was literally the penultimate boss at the in the first game. Not even that, completely ignoring that. In Birth by Sleep, you want to know how you figured out who got who passed the mark of mastery exam to become a Keyblade Master? You want to know how it is? You you hit a couple of light balls and then do a friendly duel, and then it's like, wow, congratulations, you are now a Keyblade Master. And Dream of Distance, they are like, you now have to dive into these the sleeping worlds that are very volatile and you can get stuck in but one missed turn and you must go and you must unlock uh, wake up these worlds to learn the power of waking what is the power of waking stay Sora, tuned Sora, and... you, Sora, you need you, you can't be a cleavage master without the power of waking ho -ho! I... <laughs> exactly and it's like okay and then he gets stuck because the recusant sigil is on him which by the way he didn't choose his outfit he gets stuck in there. Xehanort starts manipulating his dreams. He can't tell what's real or what's fake now because they're telling him not to take it too seriously. Don't go too deep. He is Sora. He is going to help people. If you didn't want him to go too deep, why the hell did you send him in here in the Also, first place? my whole thing here is is this. Okay, okay. Sora's not a master because he almost got take, taken over. Um, hey, 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 guys. Guys, 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 guys. Guys. Um, Riku. Riku literally did get taken over. <laughs> Like I said, he was the, the entire part. That's a major element of the first he's, game. Is that he's literally the. In fact, Riku's fall is the fight. sole reason why Sora got to the Keyblade entirely. Because Sora mm -hmm. wasn't supposed to be a Keyblade wielder. He never went through the ceremony. But because Riku messed up and Sora has... This is a little bit spoilers, but the hell with it. Sora has Ventus's, you know, heart in him. The Keyblade's like, ah, oh, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And it's like, I get that Riku has changed. He's grown from being taken over. And he has full control over his darkness. Blah, 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 blah. But, like... Don't we make it express expressively clear that the darkness isn't something you can usually just control, especially because the darkness wasn't coming from Sora. It was being manipulated by a third party. Nobody can Sora control me! <laughs> Sora wasn't losing a piece 
Sora wasn't losing himself to the darkness in his heart. Sora was losing to a to an external force manipulating him while he was in a very like volatile state in these sleeping worlds that he was put in. It's probably it's also probably relevant to say that this external force is one of the greatest and most powerful Keyblade masters in history. And also, hey, um, almost Sora didn't get taken over. And I because Riku and Mickey saved him, and he also fought back just enough to get out. <sighs> yup. But no, 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 Riku's the master. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's and, and so and, and so I have beef with Riku in three because he he and other others are. Uh, you know, I'll just wait till we get. To, I'll wait till we get. Yeah, to well, we're 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 almost there. Um, we're almost there. That, that's 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 jump ahead a little bit. Um. Well, next up is Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix, which was on PS3, but it's basically just a... It does it does have um, remakes of Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, Chain of Memories, HD, and other three Chain of Memories, and uh, 358 over two days, and stuff like that mixed in. But it was basically a PS3 version of, like, all those games. Uh, so you so to get mm -hmm. people up to speed. I know three from eight over two days got uh, all their cutscenes from the DS remastered into actual three D cutscenes. Neat. So I mean that's pretty cool. I a lot of people were disappointed that they didn't like straight up redo the games like rechain a memory style on the PS three or whatever. Because that game turned out so well. I think. I, I think. The thing I, is that Three from Eight Two Days had a solid combat. It was just held back by the. Yeah, hardware. I think. I think it'd be easier to transition Three Fifty Eight over Two because it doesn't have any weird gimmick on top of it. It's still the basic Kingdom Hearts com combat that you, you're familiar with, whereas Chain of Memories yeah. had the weird card system they had to adapt, and that really held it back because when you when you convert that to the 3D element and it just looks like regular Kingdom Hearts at that point, you kind of just want it to be, and it ain't. Normal Kingdom yeah. Hearts, yeah. Um, but after that, uh, same year, 2013, um, the, that's when uh, Kingdom Hearts X came out. Oh, God, mm. Kingdom Hearts X. I have... I actually... This was a Japanese-only PC game that I've played... I made a Japanese Yahoo and everything because I was that into the game series. Weep trash. Go ahead. Uh... Fun fact: um, it I, I believe it didn't have uh, it didn't have metal system like it does in a tricky. I believe it did have like a, a card system as well, a different kind of card system than Chain of Memories, but I believe it had a card system. It's it's been a long time. Um, it also was non-canon. It was not. It, it, they explicitly made it. So that it was it was a it was a MMO basically on the PC on on browser PC. Well, Runescape. That that was spoilers. That bit about it being non-canon sure didn't um, hold up. Yeah, no, it didn't really. Okay. No, 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 yeah. no. See, uh, it didn't, see, it didn't see hold. Kingdom Hearts X is non-canon, but Kingdom Hearts Unchained X is canon. Yeah, and so. Uh... So they're technically two different games, and they and they function differently. They have a metal system instead of the card system. They have a gotcha system for Unchained X. Um, but yeah, it was like it was a fun mobile game. I, I not mobile game. It was a fun PC game. I couldn't play much of it because literally none of it was translated. Like mm -hmm. none of it was, and this was before like you could like. It was a browser game, so you can't exactly build in translations into it, like modding it. Yeah. So you would just have to like hope 
that people like Everglow would translate it and regurgitate the information to everybody else so that everybody else could know what the hell is going on. And they didn't really have, we didn't really have like powerful tools that auto translated like we do with the Yandex. Like, Yandex makes it so that if you're playing a game that's Japanese, what I would do is I literally just take a picture of the screen and it translates everything automatically. I'm gonna have to ask you about that later because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. It's how it's how I play it's how I play uh, PSO2 New Genesis on the Japanese servers. Uh, I went before they they started adding fan patches, but like day one when it came out, obviously there was no fan patches, and so I just it, it allows you to take a picture and it translates everything. It's not perfect English, but it's perfectly serviceable. Can to we just what's going openly on. discuss right. what an unspeakable, unapologetic nerd Addy is? This is incredible. Uh... Okay. Anyway, um, we're all. <laughs> you want to be on a you want to be on a fam, nerd podcast? Fam, and you're fam, fam, me fam. I'm surrounded by 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 posters of women from video games. I can't say a word to you about this. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking at Judy from Cyberpunk, Samus Aran, Kasumi from Dead or Alive, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. I, I can go around the room. So I, I'm with you. All right, I I, I get that. It's just I just <laughs> you're so into this and it's great um moving forward then there was kingdom hearts hd 2.5 remix which is exactly what it freaking sounds like um it's, it's, it's the second half of like the kingdom hearts series at the time with remade cutscenes from i believe recoded instead of the over two days they just and that was also on ps3 but then but then in 2017 we got kingdom hearts hd 2.8 final chapter prologue on ps4 ah. uh Okay, okay, this is, okay, okay, so it, it star that game stars Back Cover, which is essentially uh, the retelling of, like, the beginning chapters of Unchained Key. It has some pretty key information that you need for three, like, what are the foretellers, what is Daybreak Town? I remember. Town? I have seen Back Cover, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, again, you, you've seen Back Cover without any context on anything else, including the mobile game, which I'm so sorry. Yes. Um, yeah, no, my friend brought his his copy of 2.8 Final Chapter, chapter prologue. prologue and showed us uh, X Back Cover. And I just, for someone who was not keeping up with the series... <laughs> It was a whole lot of like, what the fuck is going on? Information. Okay, fun fact: they made this for Kingdom Hearts fans who were not playing the mobile game because the mobile game has really important information for three. They essentially went, we want to make this so that everybody who doesn't play the mobile game can be kind of caught up on what's going on enough that they can play three and understand what's happening. And then and the. the and then, to its credit, I'd be far lost while I played three because I I did I did play three. Um, without it, I would have been a far more lost. But yeah, while I was while I was watching it, I was so goddamn confused. I think the worst part about that cover is it, and and this is a problem with three too. Um, it doesn't really clarify what Ven has to do with anything. Because Ven is in back cover. Granted, he's in the back cover after the events of back after the events of back cover. That is when Ven shows up in the story in like the mobile game. However, I don't, I don't remember that at all because it's not in the movie. Oh, okay. The movie covers. Okay. Okay. Bear with me. Bear with me. Uh, Addy. Unchained, Addy. Uh, Unchained X. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. 
No, no, just, just go. I, I, you're... Unchained X is basically based around the foretellers who run a, a bunch of different unions and they all have different jobs by the master of master. A page was missing and they're trying to figure out who done it, basically. I, you know about this, Becca. Um, basically, the Keyblade War happens in, Un in Unchained Key because the key Unchained Key takes place during the Keyblade War, which is 100 years before Kingdom Hearts 1, right? Right. So this is like a prequel. So like this is before Birth by Sleep. This is before. This is like way in the past. Mm -hmm. And the Keyblade War happens and then they jump. I believe it's the, I think they said that they jumped the world lines. This gets really complicated. Just bear with me. They basically, everything gets kind of reset and the foretellers are missing. And there and there's names in the book of five people who will be the new union leaders as the foretellers are gone, right? Okay. Um, one of them is Lorium, who we all know as Marluxia. He's the guy with the pink hair and the scythe, if you've oh, seen God. him. Oh god, yeah, that he guy. Is one, he is one of them. He He's from the past, he is one of the foretellers. Then there's three characters that you don't know, which I wish that they even showed. They showed Ephemer once in the movie. He's the one with the curly white hair talking to one of the leaders at one point, with the red scarf. Uh, is he the guy who shows up? In three. Um, in like three, dirt while you're using like all of the keyblades. Yes, yes, yeah. he, that is Ephemer. Okay. He shows up, He he's, he's one of the new leaders. And then there's two characters you literally have no idea about. Brain and um, Skulled. Yes, one of the characters' name is Brain. Um, and is then he, is the he, fifth is he one just a, is a, just a giant brain? No, he actually has a wicked hat. Like, he's pretty Is there cool. a brain underneath the hat? I, I assume so. Who? Who are you guys talking brain. about? Brain. Uh, a character you have not met, but I'm saying I wish that they had waited. I wish they had waited and they had made more to back cover that also covers some of these characters because they seem to be they seem to be really important for post Kingdom Hearts three. Not in Kingdom Hearts three, but they seem to be emphasizing them a lot uh -huh. for future games. And right. I know that anybody who has not played or kept up with the mobile games has no idea who the fuck these people are. But one, uh, the fifth person who's supposed to be the new union leader in Unchained Cross, or now they call it Union Cross, because once the Keyblade War ends, they actually change the name of the game and it's technically a different section altogether. Um, is a girl named Strelitzia, who is pink-haired guy's sister, who's okay. gone. And in her place is Ventus. Yes, Ventus is also from the past. What? And... It's a whodunit on where's Strelitzia and why is it that he is the fight? Why is Ven the final union leader, even though Strelitzia was supposed to be? And where is she? Addy. Yes. I don't know if any of that helped any of us understand any of it. We're so. Uh, it's, it's, it, I, I hate the fact that it's so complicated, but this is crucial information for post Kingdom Hearts 3 because they hit towards Ventus remembering. Everything that happened in the past, the end of the game. But why? That, I, I wish I could tell just, you, man. That's just all. Not just let's move just on. all bring ourselves back to square one. Uh, Kingdom Hearts also, 3. Last oh thing, God, Ventus actually. Here. Last thing, Ventus actually murdered Merlucia's sister and doesn't remember. Anyway, Kingdom what? Hearts 3. You can't just throw that out there. <laughs> 
bit of a bombshell. Okay, so he was, there was like, essentially think of it as like, what possibly, what they possibly retcon Vanitas as is this dark entity that's always been in Ven. And it essentially completely takes over him. Like he's like blank eyed, whole body surrounded in darkness, straight up murders Strelitzia and her Cherithi, which Cherithis are like pixies that like follow the Keyblade Wheelers around. Yeah, the cat and then he, things. And then he doesn't remember. Like he straight up has no idea that he did this. And so he's trying to help find the killer when he is the killer. Wow. Great. Kingdom Hearts 3, let's go. I, Kingdom Hearts look, 3! Look, look, and I'm gonna go on record before we get, before we really get rolling here. Don't you mean Kingdom Hearts 2.9? No, I mean Kingdom Hearts 3, damn it. I... Oh, wait, did we, did we mention 0.2 Fragmentary no. Passage? That's no, kind of important, didn't. too. It was, okay, Fragmentary Passage was a part of the 2.8 prologue, yes. final prologue, and it was like, it's a prequel... Wasn't it like a demo for Kingdom Hearts 3 where you played as Aqua? It's a demo for Kingdom Hearts 3 where you play as Aqua and it takes place around the time of Kingdom We're Hearts 3. We're never going to get to Kingdom Hearts 3, are we? Nope. No, 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 no. Um, TLDR, Aqua gets, sa gets uh, not saved, but they figure out that she's in with darkness. They try to help her out. And then sometime in between 0.2 Fragmentary Passage and 3, she gets Norded. Aqua also, got Norded, except not... Also, kind of sort sort of important when it comes to 0.2, is that like it was a demo, but it didn't play exactly like three. They did try to incorporate like a, a deck-like system, like Birth by Sleep, oh, and God. actually, oh no, 0.2 was intended to be a DLC kind of thing that they were planning all the way back when Birth by Sleep was made, and then it kind of got delayed and messed up and. Oh, uh, it came goodness. out in 2.8 instead. There's actually like there's actually a playable-ish version of the Realm of Darkness in the PSP version that's like not really viable play, but it exists in the files. Also, the Jungle Book was gonna be a World of Birth by Sleep. Anyway, three. Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, really? Before I get talking again, because I swear to God, if you're like, oh, by the way, Sora is really funny. <sighs> Kingdom, I, I will go on record here. This is really important to me. I actually, as someone who went in hearing nothing but anger and frustration from people like Addy. Mm-hmm. I... And uh, me. Well, you're... In, in terms of this series, I generally take your opinion with a grain of salt. Addy, Addy yeah, troubled me because right. I know she's a fan, whereas you're you know, a bit of an outlier. So when you're like, I don't like it, I'm like, oh no, you don't like a lot of these games. So I, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I adored Kingdom Hearts 3 for the most part. There were some issues, but like, like especially in terms of the gameplay, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Is all, I will be the first to say Kingdom Hearts 3 is one of the best playing like the, the funnest to absolutely play, like by like far. the combat, the movement, the wall running, like all like it it it, it it it's it's so so freaking good. And Kingdom Hearts three, Kingdom Hearts three was also made by Osaka team, who they actually everybody liked this game, but they had a couple criticisms with it being a tiny bit too floaty. But everybody was like, for the most part, you did a good job, Osaka team. We don't hate you anymore. <laughs> Great, good. 
I'm sure. I'm sure they were really happy with that. Good for them. They were getting nothing but shit because every game that they Osaka team had made, the the fandom just hated out of principle, which was just really shitty. I think because my favorite Kingdom Hearts games are made by Osaka team. Um, Aww. Um, you still haven't told us your top three. Yes, you did. Kingdom Hearts did. games. The different made oh. over two days. Um, I I feel like I would play Kingdom Hearts three more because of gameplay, and then Birth by Sleep number one. Gotcha. Uh, All right. Kingdom Hearts three has a ton of cool worlds. They added. This is where they started adding Pixar stuff. Birth yes. by Sleep, by the way. Well, I mean, Birth by Sleep was the part where I, I went to use the bathroom, so maybe I missed no, that. No, I think you were here. Yeah. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, they added, they added like, Toy Story and freaking uh, Monsters, Inc. And then they had Let It Go. Inc. Let It Go. Six. Can't hold it back anymore. Climb this mountain yeah. three times. Um, uh, <laughs> Because we had, we had to watch that famous movie scene that everyone has seen re-rendered and animated in Kingdom they Hearts. They did a really Dungeon. nice job, to be fair. I didn't say I didn't say they did. I just don't think it was necessary. <laughs> I have I feel like I also have to add something really specific about Kingdom Hearts 3's worlds and like the game itself. I feel like if I didn't have problems with a lot of like the plot in terms of, like, the main narrative. Not, like... I think a lot of the individual worlds were fine. I actually really liked them. I loved Big Hero 6. <laughs> if it wasn't for the overarching plot being something that immensely frustrated me and how they handled certain things, it probably would have been my favorite Kingdom Hearts game. I think Sora is by far the most likable in this game. I mean, he's always pretty likable, but I did like him in this game. He was... Oh, he was... He... he but there was, like, this... He is super kind and helpful and sweet and just sarcastic as shit in this one. <laughs> but like sarcastic in a way that's like, he wasn't like qu quacky, like quacky. He wasn't like cracking jokes like fucking DMC or something. Like he wasn't being super edgy about the jokes, but like they were so unabashedly Sora and how he was sarcastic. Because my favorite one is he falls down the mountain like the third time in Arendelle. And then he and, and Donald gets mad and he's like, "Man, I can't wait to go and do that all over again." And Donald was like, "Really?" And Sora was like, "No, not really." <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh because even at that point, I was like, "I'm done." And then Sora, when Sora voices what the character feels, and it's so it feels cathartic. You just can't help but laugh and just be like, yeah. "Same man, same." Also, in the very beginning, first world, when Sora goes to march off after arguing with Donald, he's like, actually, it's that way. And he's like, going that way, then! <laughs> <laughs> he's so likable, and he's, he voices his frustration while still being the sweet character that we already know. It doesn't feel like they radically changed his character. I mean, he already had Spunk in the other games. When Riku was like, I am in the darkness now. I have nothing else to fear. Sora literally looks at him, and the first thing he says is, You're stupid. <laughs> He's always had that kind of spunk. And then in Dream Drop Distance, they made him a moron. And then in 3, they brought it back and were like, We're just going to go back to Sora. Sora being Sora. And it was the best decision they made writing wise. Yeah. I mean, as far as how they handled his character, yes. Um, I, I do feel uh, like a lot of the same way that like you were you were kind of uh bringing this up earlier and Kane is not here but he has raised 
his frustrations over it in the past. Um, the game really does not treat, in spite of that, the game really does not treat Sora very well. Like, it, it really it's, doesn't. It's, it's plot really does try to sign lie. Or like I, I, I do want to interject a little bit here. Sora. Um, okay. Speaking as a writer and as someone who was warned about this before playing, and therefore when I, I was expecting something far worse than what it actually is, um, I will say that you're not wrong. Um, there were there were at least two scenes in particular where the characters seemed to really, really be like, well, Sora, 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 buddy, pal, homie, gee, you're not <laughs> your little baby. You don't. Boobah. You don't. <laughs> You don't have the power of waking. You're not. You can't. It, 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 it. On one hand, I understand why, because from a gameplay perspective, they had to, they had to give you a reason to travel around the worlds again. Um, and at this mm-hmm. point, that's hard to do, because. But it. This was. This is a mainline but, game. But but hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. Okay. But on continue. the alternate continue. alternate plane. These guys are, you know, you know, saying Sora's not really a master, la 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 la. This boy. This boy has single-handedly saved the no the, the, the universe as we know it at at How least three times? times. Yeah. At least three. Uh, Mickey and Riku, hey, yeah. you two? You you two use keyblades, right? Shut the hell up. Okay? I <laughs> <laughs> what were you two doing? When I when I was wailing on Ansem and Zemnis, huh? Where were you? I I feel like I have to be clear about something too because they 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 say the power of waking a lot and it's supposed to, I from I can only say that the power of waking was supposed to be for Ven because I genuinely can't I can't put together what other reason he needed the power of waking for. So Ven was the only one that was stuck in this like heart coma. Uh-huh. Right? And so it's like, okay, so why, if he didn't have the power of waking, and they were like, we need to get Aqua so that we could get Aqua to show us where Ven is to save Ven, isn't Sora's whole thing the fact that he could touch people's hearts and bring them back from the darkness? Why would it, like, Sora is quite literally probably the perfect person to bring back Aqua, and because he couldn't do something to save Ven? They weren't letting him help I, Aqua. And I just don't understand. I, 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 I think I can actually explain this. It's true. Sora is perfectly capable of doing the power of waking, waking because he has actually done it. The problem is that he doesn't know how to control it. He just kind of... Mm. It's just kind of a... Spont- it's only been spontaneous. And the whole point of 3 is him learning to do it. Like, know how to do it and do it at will. Not just when... It's really necessary <laughs> because 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. because and they don't and they don't necessarily know this. I don't think so, from what I remember. But I suspect that the reason he could do it at all was because of vent, uh, of vent. because that was the reason why Sora could wield the Keyblade in the first place. But he saved Ven before he had the Keyblade. He already could touch people's hearts and help yes. them. Yes, yes. It, it's had possible that he that that he that that, that this is, it's a natural thing. But the point is that he couldn't actually do it on purpose. It okay. But right. my, my, I, I agree. But my counter is 
Instead of sending him on a wild goose chase to run around a bunch of worlds and do pro solve people's random problems to s find the power of waking, which I don't even know how that would teach you how to do that. Why not just have Riku teach him? Two, uh, wouldn't you want to save Aqua as like a priority? Because she was the main person that you could save, and Sora actively can save her. Like the like. Sora ended up going to have to save her <laughs> without the power. Yeah, well, well, so, I think I think that, that that part of the story actually made me laugh because I'm like, see, y'all, y'all a bunch of fools around here. <laughs> he literally just could have done it. Like he didn't need the power awaken to save Aqua. Aqua. Also, in their defense, the other issue based on Dream Drop Distance, the last time Sora went there, he was targeted by Xehanort. Like Xehanort. That is a sleeping world. It's not the realm of darkness. Yes, but I think also part of it is that they want to make sure Sora can defend himself properly because he did get attacked and he barely made it out of that. It's very, it's, it's a dangerous situation. They don't the, the the I think one of the things they didn't they didn't get clear about this is that part of the problem is that the last thing anybody wants is a is a Norded Sora. Because that True. would be a freaking disaster. Yeah, I mean, if, if Sora wound up being one of the... Um, I'm gonna get back to this later, but if he ended up being one of the main members of the true Organization 13, that would have been a fucking turn. I mean, that's what they wanted Roxas for at first. In they wanted basically their own version of Sora for their own mm. goals in the organization with the Keyblade, and Roxas was fucking terrifying. But by the time by the time Roxas went from a terrifying foe to oh my god, he will literally slaughter everybody. He had already betrayed the organization. Yeah. But he was with the organization after he had already mastered the dual weed like it took, and Shiona was still loyal. Dude, our shit would have been wrecked way earlier than what happened mm -hmm. we are honestly very lucky that that roxas defected what he did because he listen in, in kingdom hearts 3 there's like a boss rush rush section and then roxas ends up joining you as one of the party members fighting against Syax. and i no kidding put down the controller and let roxas just be yo roxas is so freaking broken in three it's hilarious <laughs> He quite, I literally didn't hit him once. I just let Roxas do it because I wanted to watch. And he wrecked his shit so hard that I was dot. He didn't get hit once. This man just destroyed it's because him. Roxas can dual wield all the time. He doesn't need to be in, a, in some kind of mode to do it like Sara does. Roxas just does it. I argue that Roxas is just straight up stronger than Sora too, because like if you fight his data battle or you even see him fighting Saiyax in three, he can summon these like light pillar fucking lightning machine things that like wreck your shit immediately. Like he can like level a whole battlefield with light magic and just destroy. Sora your can probably in, like, reach his seconds. potential. He probably can reach his potential, but Roxas clearly has reached his potential before Sora did. Maybe it's because maybe because it's accelerated because he's a nobody, so he kind of like has more time. I don't know, but like that's Roxas the boost he got from all so that edge. Not only that, but he. I mean, it is. It's kind of hard to explain, but like Ven Ven touching his heart at one point probably has something to do with it as well. Um, but he's fucking nuts. So I can see the why Sora being in the organization would be terrifying. I also think that like. 
sending him out on errand boy missions, especially because I feel like they had a hard time explaining how exactly he was less powerful in three. Because he started off in three with more abilities than he did at the end of yeah, two. He's like. clear, he, yeah, he's clear. Yeah, his magic was like a level. He, he moves so much better, and he has so many more combos, and he straight up. He showed up can fucking parkour in the in the waking world, not even in Dreamful Distance. Like he it was difficult to explain like, why he's why he's apparently not as strong as freaking Karki Riku over here. Yeah, so it felt, it felt I understand what they were going for for plot wise, but if they don't show how Sora necessarily is weaker, what he clearly gameplay wise is still at the level of Riku when you switch perspectives, like. I, I he, he can shot lock. I he can shot lock out the gate in three. I I something about I I some some part of me really liked Riku's new Keyblade in Kingdom God, Hearts I... three. Oh, it's the best. It's just I wanted to see. So part of me just really wanted to see like a modern tumbler lock style key turned into a sword. I I <laughs> felt that. It, I'm not saying that you're not that, that you're wrong, but I also completely understood the decisions they made. I just feel like the game did a. And this is especially the case during the end game, where they had to release DLC to explain it all. They didn't do a good job of elaborating the reasons behind the characters' decisions. When you, th mm -hmm. I also think that they could have done. They could have. They could have had them say what they did to Sora without being essentially massive dicks to him because they were really like just mean about it and like Sora is a sensitive Sora, guy Sora, man Sora, like they Sora. were just like brutal Us, me and the to big him. boys like me are are gonna go out and take care of this so why don't you head back and go to go to the other worlds little baby boobop right zach <laughs> they'll just be like you're not strong enough you're just gonna get everybody's way and it's like by the end i think they i think they actually did a good job of this and uh, like showing how wrong they were because Sora, like, the giant swarm happens, and Riku has to jump in front of Sora, because Sora, it, Sora, it has been so drilled into Sora that he is not strong enough, that he starts seeing his friends get hurt, and he starts doubting himself. He's already doubting himself throughout a lot of the game, the more that people start, like, rejecting him helping, that by the end of the game, he's, he genuinely thinks that he isn't strong enough to help, and he just fucking breaks down. And, and then, like, everybody I, what dies. What I love about it is that like, uh, we've already spoiled enough. I don't give a shit. When you... When, it, it, Sora's the only one who ever earns Xehanort's respect. Yeah, yeah. Xehanort deems him master like, at the end of the like game. Like, he's just like, oh shit. You know, and, and I think, I think, inwardly, I doubt he'd ever say it, but based on Xehanort's actions, especially towards Sora, he kind of knew that this kid had a ton of potential. Oh, absolutely. So. There's a reason why he wanted to make him into yeah, the organization. He I knew. Mean, he just wanted it on his side because he knew that if he didn't get him on his but side, I think, he was I think that kind of ma right. makes the heroes a little little less less justified, again, again, in their overall treatment of Sora because, like I pointed out, he beat Ansem. He beat Xemnas. Like, he is very, very capable Far more than anyone there. It's just this stupid power of waking thing that's apparently holding him back, which... His his momentary, like, fall into darkness was nowhere near what Riku went through. 
I guess because Riku came back and he's been fine for the most part ever since. That's okay. But, 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 but Riku's heart is inherently in. Riku's heart is inherently whatever the road to dawn, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Riku was being poetic that day, but like he like it's clear that there are some Eblade wielders that are akin and they're comfortable with darkness and can control themselves using the darkness, like Riku. And then some key with the wielders that are affinity to light, which is more common. So it's like, you're not shaming Riku for having a hard time using the light and defaulting to the darkness, but you're judging Sora for vice versa. Riku has a be has a naturally better affinity to controlling the darkness than the average person. So holding them all to the same standard is hypocritical. I mean, they showed us in Birth by Sleep where basically they show how Ericus was dead fucking wrong on how he villainized Terra for having darkness because darkness can be used for good. It's just what your heart is affinity to. And that's why Terra fell into Xehanort's trap in the first place because they Ericus was so against the idea of a keyblade wielder using darkness to protect people that any sign of darkness was a sign of weakness. Hey! I take offense. How about that? Uh... <laughs> I don't agree, but like they, cle they clearly show how this line of thinking don't is worry, for you guys, sleep, and you then guys, we all just forget that worry. lesson. Sora can't help us, apparently. But, apparently. but Kyrie can. Oh no, don't make me talk about Kyrie. Please oh, that poor girl got Kyrie. so shafted! I, <laughs> Dude, I. I I think my favorite, I think the worst part is that, like, they added DLC where you could play as Kyrie, and oh my god, she's so cool! Like, she clearly can fight! I think the best part is when she uses an ability, and as she's totally nailing the ability, she's yelling, PLEASE WORK! Like, they actually voice lined her going, PLEASE WORK! <laughs> like, she's so precious! I love her! Please actually, just give her more time! I actually really liked seeing the, like, the interlude cutscenes in 3 where, like, Kyrie is learning to master the Keyblade and you see her hanging out with Lee, and I'm just like, more of this, please! Dude, like, they had, like, four cutscenes, and it was just them talking. Like, let me see her training! Yeah. Let me no, see her we're Lee we're, we're gonna, we're gonna tell, not Kyrie. show. It's, it's classic... Wait, no, the opposite of storytelling. And then, uh, and, then, and then Kyrie shows up for the main conflict, and then immediately gets fucking... My whole uh, thing... They, 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 they basically looked at her with the business end of a another fucking thing that, Another thing that drove me okay. nuts... Um... And I, and I get it partially in some cases. Like, the main cast I'm okay with. But I always was troubled. Uh -huh. like, to me, in the beginning, the Keyblade was, was like this really special thing. You know, and only Sora had it, basically. Yeah. You know, that, like, this was a big deal. And now it's just like, oh, um, wait, we all have these. I argue, I actually have an argument for this, and I hate the fact that this meme is right. Okay. Think about I, all the I people have, who have keyblades. That'll let you go first. Think about all the people who have keyblades. Not think of all the people who have keyblades because they're directly tied to Sora. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, something I was gonna say that drove me nuts um, is that Kingdom Hearts three uh, really hypes up the concept of uh, a second Keyblade War, and. We've all seen the Keyblade Graveyard, so whatever the first Keyblade War was, it was a a pretty I mean, 
It was an MMO. It so was it was pretty, huge. It was a pretty intense and cataclysmic event. And then the second Keyblade War is just uh, seven it's, verse it's thirteen. Like less than war. Yeah, it's, it's twenty. It's twenty people <laughs> having a scuffle. Yeah, I mean, like. Most of the 13 don't even use Keyblades! How do you call it a Keyblade War? (laughs) 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 You do that too! Um, But like, so many people have Keyblades, because like, how many times has Sora either touched somebody's heart or somebody's heart has touched Sora? Well, actually, 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 how many of the other Keyblade wielders, now that you mention it, are effectively just Sora? That's, that's and you know what the meme I was referring to was everybody Sora, everybody else is Xehanort. That is literally the TLDR of the whole series. I was gonna. I was also gonna say how many. Okay, you know what? No, I I wanted to bring this up because while I was playing, like before Kingdom Hearts three, uh, I had watched multiple like series plot summary videos and i had i had tried to ingest as much kingdom hearts lore as i could before i played this game and i was actually like i had a notepad i was like who are who are the true members of the true they're all just saying at that point i'm trying trying to figure out how yeah Literally, uh, Zigabar literally pulls up his eye patch and goes, "Me, I'm already half Xehanort." Uh, so like, yeah, well, literally everybody sort everybody else is Xehanort. Case closed. That's that's literally how the game works. People always say there's so many Keyblades. Keyblades don't mean anything anymore. And I'm like, motherfucker, how many other people are versions of Sora? Okay? Like, it's not like everybody and their mom has a Keyblade. It's just like Sora has a Keyblade and then happens to have, like, octuplets. Every Sora and their mom has a Keyblade. We still don't know who Sora's mom is. Every every Sora's and Sora's mom. She hasn't seen her son in years. What what happened (laughs) to the dinner? I mean, Riku Riku, Riku did say we may never see our parents again. Well, good. They were conveniently (laughs) written in the plot. Fun fact, fun fact that's never, I think, outright stated. I don't know how, I don't know how true this is anymore. God knows that he's probably retconned it at this point. Kyrie, obviously, we all know that. Oh, actually, almost all. Kyrie is not from Destiny Islands. Kyrie uh-huh. is from Radiant Garden, and in Radi- when Radiant Garden got taken over by darkness, Aqua had cast a spell on Kyrie's necklace before it fell. It, it fell to darkness, and it essentially protected her, sent her to Destiny Islands. She has no memories of her original home, which is Radiant Garden, which, which turned into Hollow Bastion, which turned back into Radiant Garden. Um, she is, I believe, the adopted daughter of the mayor of Destiny Islands. Or at least, wow. like, what guidebooks is Destiny Islands like, has it a mayor? It doesn't mean anything, but it's just a fun fact. I know, Who is right? This person? We don't even see any adults. I mean, you have to remember that, like, in the first game, all you see is the play island, which is where they all take the boat to hang out. But then in Kingdom Hearts 2 and cutscenes, you see the main island, and there's actually, like, it's actually, like, an actual town with actual people. Oh, I don't remember it. I don't remember that. You don't really see anything other than Kyrie walking through the town with Selfie. Like, it's not really, um, you don't really see much of it. But, like, you can see in the background that there is indeed houses. People indeed live here. It's not just like a, a fucking a random ass raggedy island, Lord of the Fly style. It's actually 
a main like, the main hey, island's a main hey, island. There's people. You. Um. So why was that door? Why was the door that kicked off the entire Kingdom Hearts series? The on door the has island? been opened. That's where the key. That's just, that's where the keyhole is. That's where the keyhole to the to world the is. Darkness. But, but, but why? <laughs> I mean, every it, world has I mean, a keyhole. You have to remember that, like every, yeah, Dustin Allen's keyhole is just in a really weird fucking. Place. Oh yes, because be because none of the other keyholes were placed in in normal in, in, in completely. Yeah, most of them are weird. I places, think the most normal so, one was enough. the keyhole that was inside of the keyhole in Alice's world. Yeah, yeah, that was that was actually pretty accurate. But um Yeah, Kyrie deserved better. Kyrie deserved better. Um uh Melody of Memories came out and like I still haven't played Melody of Memories. I own that game. It's still I really really enjoyed it. I That's the rhythm game, um, right? Oh yeah. no, oh I'm sorry. Does I was thinking something have different. Any lore tied does it have any lore tied back to the rest of the series? It's actually, I believe it's like Kyrie's point of view, kind of. Like, it is pretty important to the next game. I well, that's why I she's never winning any fights. Honestly, she's too busy trying to play a rhythm game. I believe, she, I believe she's like... Kyrie, you can't like beat Xehanort with DDR. It's not gonna work. I believe Melody of Memories is literally just Kyrie trying to find Sora because by by the time of Melody of Memories b uh, appears, I believe don't get like I, I really don't know much about Melody of Memories. It's the only Kingdom Hearts game I haven't looked into that much. I believe it's like a year after Kingdom Hearts three, and Sora That's is still missing. Because he's too busy huh. entering a game within a game, like a crazy. He's in person. Quadratum, yes. He's he's in Shibuya. No, uh. People, we can't tell if it's Shibuya 100%. They call it they call it Quadratum. And huh. it seems to be a world connected to the afterlife, which is why, and it has a 10-4 building, which is why everybody thinks it's Shibuya. But at the same time, we see these trailers of a game called Verum Rex, yeah. which is basically Final Fantasy thir versus 13, because the Mora's still salty that got canceled. And... um. We see that that Versus is the world wasn't we canceled. In, that didn't that become freaking fifteen? It did, but the original plot got basically completely trashed, yeah, and a bunch of the characters got majorly reworked to the point where they basically oh, okay, aren't the same enough. character anymore. Yeah, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy fifteen is completely unrecognizable from That's what it true. was it in is development. Lot different. Um, um, I mean, I, I, I can't say that I, I can't say that I'm sad because of Nomura apparently at one point was thinking about making Versus 13 into a musical. <laughs> this, this uh, man. No. Hey, hey, I meant Yoko Taro <laughs> made a heckin' musical that seemed completely unrelated to anything. And it was a prequel to Autonomy. Yeah, it was a pure. Yeah, right. You you were the one who brought this up. I was. Nomura. Listen, Nomura is a mad scientist reincarnated as a game developer. The man is out of control. I just. I just thought of something. Yo, Yoko Taro and Nomura would be like the best of friends. What if they're the same? They should make a game together. We've never seen Yoko Taro and... Oh my god, what if it's the same person? <laughs> We've never seen Yoko Taro and Tetsuya Nomura in the <laughs> same room. It's just, uh, Yoko Taro takes off his giant mask. And, and it's he's like, just Tetsuya Nomura. It was me all along. 
like but yeah um a lot of people think it's the world ends with you a lot of a lot of the world ends with you fans are actually pretty annoyed with the kingdom hearts fandom right now oh really um, because okay so I, I, can, can we talk about this because this is like the world ends with you related but it's also well related. uh sure. much like namora i can't control you either so i mean <laughs> by all means okay so in Neil, the world ends with you. I'm just going to call it Neil from now on because Neil... No, you have to say it at full like length every title. single time. In fact, I demand it. No. Anyway, <laughs> Neil's box art uses the same sky design, like almost to the T, as Kingdom Hearts 3 box art. And so everybody is like, Neo is connected to Kingdom Hearts. Neo's going to tie into Kingdom Hearts. And the Neo uh, and like the the world is with you fandom is like oh my god please stop mentioning our game only to say that you want it to be related to Kingdom Hearts because like the Neo fandom really likes Kingdom Hearts but at the same time they're like please let us have our own game and our own story we do not want to be tied to Kingdom Hearts whatsoever please stop dragging us into you every will be assimilated. The Kingdom Hearts fandom has this weird thing where they're like obsessed with the idea of the world's with you being a side story to Kingdom Fam, Hearts when Fam, they, Addie, it was Addie, never Addie, made Addie, that Addie. The Kingdom Hearts fandom has an obsession world. with making sure every conceivable universe is is intertwined. It's all connected. Everyone is Sora. Yeah, it's, it's everyone is Xehanort, and everything is Kingdom Hearts. I I personally. I love both uh. series. I got into the world as a few as it came out. And I liked Kingdom Hearts on its own separately because they didn't have the crossover with um, the world as a few characters in Dream of Distance until Dream of Distance came out. And that was a while ago. But the world as a few was its own entity for a pretty long time before it got a tie into Kingdom Hearts. And it's akin to like, people want it to be like in the same universe but it's very important to say like we don't say that final fantasy 7 is in the same continuity as kingdom hearts because cloud is in it yes it is <laughs> shut up Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's like in the same vein stop saying that the world ends with you is like a, a is like a tie-in to kingdom hearts just because they featured in one of the games and like might might feature as a world in another because they're they are two different entities you completely. know you know this is slightly off topic, but now that Sora's in Smash, Zack, that means that they uh -huh. can tie Metal Gear into Kingdom Hearts. Oh no. <laughs> no. No. I mean, they, put, no. I mean, they, they, they tied Metal Gear into Snake! They could do anything. I, Snake! Oh, did you God. like okay, my Keyblade? Gotta stop <laughs> Metal Gear Heartless now. They also technically did the same thing with Metal Gear Solid and Monster they Hunter. What? Uh, God dang it. I'm pretty sure it was Peace Walker had um, uh, Monster Hunter missions. Like Capcom's Monster Hunter. And you, you had to hunt monsters... If you need me, I'll be slowly gear. walking into the sea. This is not something I can yeah. even remotely <laughs> process. This is, look, everyone's out of control. Um, like, I love I love Kingdom Hearts, but Man. I don't necessarily want everything to be a part of it. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. That's why I get frustrated about the whole like the world of the view thing being tied in because I feel like the world of the view is 
perfect the way it is, and God, please do I not think, I think, I think it gets dragged in a lot because, 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 it, because of two A, violently similar art direction. To the point, to the point yeah, when I first saw World Ends End With You, I'm like, is this a Kingdom Hearts spinoff? Because it looks like it. Like I said, Tetsuya Nomura, he's a good, Tetsuya Nomura is a good character And the second designer. reason is that, um, Sora kind of winds up there at a point. It, it that, that does happen. Yes, but but because Kingdom Hearts is already a crossover game, I just hope people will, will acknowledge that it could cross over without it being canon. To oh the yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, obvi obviously, obviously, like no, obviously, obviously, in canon, Yuna, Riku, and Pain are actually fairies. <laughs> I I need to be sarcastic. Like <laughs> these people have no logic, okay? And and I have and, to argue and, with a lot of people. This. Any any of the times where Sora, Donald, and Goofy visited Olympus is absolutely in canon with ancient <laughs> Greek mythology. I just I love the world of the view. I'm so glad I got a sequel. Please stop making it a Kingdom Hearts game. It's not. It's like no. it's Sora like just, the story is so wildly. Sora just goes like, there next time and Herc's like, Sora, I need your help. My dad had sex with another woman and caused it a catastrophe. <laughs> and Sora's like, first of all, what do you mean another? I <laughs> <laughs> Former fan fiction writer. I know what you did. You told me. I never said I did write fan fiction in my life. Watch, I never. Watch. I. I. I had never denied such a fact. Watch Fun fact: Tetsuya. I'm writing a fan fiction. Watch Tetsuya Nomura tie in all Kingdom Hearts fan fiction as no. canon. Do you Dude, have any? Josh, remember that fan fiction? Yes. Read, like, Zach. Do you? I made Joshua read bad fanfiction. Do you fan understand? Like as someone who has a series on YouTube about bad fanfiction, I have avoided Kingdom Hearts for a very sound reason, and that is because of the vile, disgusting, underage sex that is perforated throughout this nightmarish hole that they call creative writing. I refuse to tolerate this kind of madness <laughs> unfolding, all right? I have read a lot can of I, trash, all right? But that is a serious subject that I cannot address mentally because, no. I, <laughs> well, that's fair. That's in, fair. In my, in, my fair. in my solemn defense, in archive of our own, you can add tags to block and yes, it erases like half of the fandom's writing, but that is a tag I block. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, okay. The fandom is kind of wild. I, I, I concede. I concede. Um. But that's what I'm saying. As a person who has written fan fiction, not not a <laughs> but has written just fan fiction in general. I, 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 I am so glad you clarified that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 
as a person who's just generally written fan fiction about Kingdom Hearts, uh, I really don't want Kingdom Hearts to be aged up because the minute you do, they're going to see that as, as if, a challenge. As, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I get you, but also, has, the, has, has it ever stopped them before? No. No, no, but if you encourage them, that's a completely different I think eventually, I mean, I mean, I think eventually we will get it, if the series goes on, if, if we get a Kingdom Hearts 4 or something else, and I think it will eventually get there, Sora will become an adult eventually. I feel like 3 is like the perfect balance of like, it is kid-friendly while also showing a more mature Sora. Like, I don't see Sora's cursing and, like, taking wives and beating ass, <laughs> like, in a Kingdom Hearts 4. Like, I think this is fine, where he's mature, he's, he's like, 17, but almost 18. I imagine that he's gonna be 18 in Kingdom Hearts 4 or whatever. Sora shows up. Sora, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sora shows up I in think... the Marvel Universe and teens up with the Punisher. <laughs> Well, I was I was gonna say there was a there was a uh, a fan fiction that my my best friend was telling me about like years well within the last ten years uh, we were adults already uh, but he was he was reading a fan fiction that mixed up Kingdom Hearts and Silent Hill. <gasps> oh my God! Wait, are you talking about the one from Arkawolf? Uh, I have I I have ex I have read a Kingdom Hearts Silent Hill crossover no fanfiction on Archive of Our it, Own. I, I absolutely have. I don't know. Was it was it like Ven, Aqua, and Tara were the main characters? No, it was it was Sora, Goofy, and Donald wound oh, up really? in Silent okay. Hill. Yeah. It might be the same know. author because I know she made like sequels to it. I don't know, but yeah. Okay, I, Josh, I, Josh, you, you're you're holding your head. You're holding your head in despair. <laughs> but that fan fiction was wild. I mean, okay. Like I, I I know nothing about Silent Hill, so it was like I was learning so much about the horror like of Silent Hill and how the the world works by reading it. And like it made me it made me watch Silent Hill. I, like, I actually like Silent Hill now. So. And I see Josh's face following me. <laughs> you invited me on this podcast. I feel like I, I have brought to remind you here because you. of your extensive, like impossible to achieve knowledge of the Kingdom Hearts series and the extended media. I did not think fan fiction was going to come up at any time. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, it is avoidable. We could have avoided it. It didn't have to happen this way. You could have said no. You could have you could have looked at that thought and said, "Wow, maybe I shouldn't bring this up because it goes to really, really terrible places." But instead, you said yes. I didn't bring it oh. up. I didn't bring it up. up. I didn't bring it up. I don't remember. What is it? <laughs> You brought up fan fiction first. I just brought up the Silent Hill cro crossover. Yes! yes! Who else was going to do that? Fan fiction first. Oh, I was bringing up that people would go too far. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. I wasn't trying to bring up fan fiction as a topic. I was just trying to say, like, the fandom is going to go crazy. Oh, so it's our fault. Try to age it up too much. No. Shut up, Zach. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm willing to admit my fault fault in this. Anyways, also, this is, also, this is so what I was talking about. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm sure the podcast um, really appreciates this link they can't click on. Thank you. Thank you. Also, I will not... I absolutely will not read this. I refuse. <laughs> I just wanted I to prove it was a thing. I, no, no, you, you do not have to I read it. I believe you. Okay? You don't need to confirm this. <laughs> I... Fully, 100% believe every word of what you told me. You didn't oh. have to prove it. <laughs> oh. I need to go to the bathroom again. I'll be right back. Have a good one, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So what are you? What are you excited? What do you think is the next Kingdom Hearts game that's gonna come out? Kingdom Hearts. The world ends with you. <laughs> Alright, it's been a really good one. I'll see y'all later. I, uh, I, I, I mean, I Um, don't... We got another post-credit scene with three. So obviously there's stuff mm -hmm. they could do, but... It's up in the air. First of all, three took a long time. I mean, the, 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 the gap between three and two... What was it? I don't think it's gonna be as bad, though. What makes you say that? Because you thought, okay... So Kingdom Hearts 1 came out in 2001, and then Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in 2005, but they were running on the same engine with similar models and similar technical feats on it. If they use Kingdom Hearts 3 as a basis for Kingdom Hearts 4, they don't have to remake all- they don't have to use a whole new engine, they don't have to recode everything, they don't have to make whole new assets for every single character and every single, like, environmental thing, especially because they have worlds like Twilight Town, which you're gonna revisit, or Radiant Garden, already partially or fully modeled. So it's probably going to save a lot on development time in, in comparison to how to jump between two and three. And even like Dream of Distance, they were all using old assets, old models from like all the way back in Kingdom Hearts 2. Now that they have a big... Uh, how long it's going to take for like the next mainline Kingdom Hearts game? I don't think it's going to be nearly as long as the wait between two and three because one and two were so close together because they were using similar. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Yeah. First of all, they made Kingdom Hearts three multi-platform, so its code exists in a variety of forms. And yeah. let's be real. I'm just down for more Kingdom Hearts three. Like in terms of the gameplay, I I wouldn't really want them to change that much. I love playing Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the main it took so long because they were developing for like the PS. I think they were didn't they start like the PS3? No, no, they started PS4. Uh, but like they they started PS4 on a completely different engine and then ended up realizing like one like one fourth the way through development that the engine was just not gonna work and they had to switch to Unreal, which made them have to scrap a lot of work. I think now that we have a very solid basis for not only the coding structure and how they're going to code future games in a, in a very popular engine, but they already have the assets for like Sora and Co. If you need to change his outfit or whatever, you can without having to remodel him completely. Same as the yeah. other characters. I think it, I, I honestly don't think it's going to take nearly as long as it took for two to go to three because that was a huge jump that they did. If you look at two and three, it was such a clear engine and graphical overhaul that it makes sense that it took so long. Um, I did want, there was something I wanted to say about Kingdom Hearts 3, and I I, just, I wanted to talk about its, its ending, at least the ending for the base game, because the I ending never, for the base game. 
it, it doesn't mean anything until you play the DLC. Okay, because that's I I never played the DLC. I, I have I have not played the DLC myself because the way that they went okay. So in order to get the real, real final, final, final ending of Kingdom Hearts, you have to do all thirteen or fourteen the, battle battles. The, they, they they throw a boss rush at you, which would be fine. But the, but the really battle battles are some of the hardest fights I've ever seen in the Kingdom Hearts series as a whole. I still haven't done it. I've huh. beaten one of them. And, like... I just watched it. I just they watched are the such, on YouTube. They are, they are wow. such just fucking die. Like... <laughs> they do not... It, it is... Like... If you want a challenge, it's fantastic. But boy, freaking howdy! Like I, it's just, it's just, it, there's just no room for, there, there's no margin of error with any of the fights, not a single one. So, uh, yeah, it, well, that's it, 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 I, I don't, I, I'm fine with hard boss fights as a side bonus content. What I have a problem with is when these like nearly like 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 on a super high tier level when this is required to actually figure out what's going to happen like you know like Sephiroth yeah. like Sephiroth in, the, in, was, in, two, was... in one and two was a really hard boss fight very hard absolutely mm -hmm. totally totally it totally unnecessary it was it was optional he was optional he was an optional yeah. side Super hard boss fight. He was a super boss. And that's fine. But when you put not just one super boss, but how many are there, Addy? I, I 14 super bosses. Oh, 14? In between. 14. You go against all of Organization 13, and then I think you go against, yeah, like, like, Master yeah, yeah, oh 14 God. super bosses in between you... And the actual true ending of the game? Wow! Uh oh, oh, Josh! Josh, you forgot! You have to do the boss rush to beat that boss rush, so you can unlock the boss fight against Yozora, and then you have to beat Yozora to get the true true ending. If you if you lose against Yozora, yeah, you get a completely different cutscene. You told me. What? The it was hell? in 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 their defense. This was a direct response to a bunch of people complaining that Kingdom Hearts Three is too easy. So they said, oh, so they said, oh, you, oh, you, you think, oh, you want something hard. Oh, I'll give you hard. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I actually, I actually half agree with the criticism that was too easy. Let me explain why. Let me explain why. Because first of all, I clarified that I am not good at the game, right? It took three weeks for me to beat Kingdom Hearts 2, playing it all day, every day. I was stuck for a week on several boss fights because I just was not very good at them, okay? Kingdom Hearts 3, I, okay, <laughs> this is going to be really sad. I bought a PS4 around the end of the PS4's life cycle. I never had one previously. And I turned on the console, put in Kingdom Hearts 3, played it immediately. I didn't update the, P the console. I didn't download any updates. I played it straight off of the disc and the main update off the disc, right? See, the problem is that um, they only had, uh, like, they basically had easy, normal, and then they had proud men, right? Uh -huh. And proud mode, proud mode was the default hardest difficulty, and proud mode is pretty difficult in the original games too. Like I could never beat Kingdom Hearts 
the uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 in proud mode. I decided to play it in proud mode, Kingdom Hearts 3, out of the box, because I was a sadist, I guess. And I hadn't died once in the whole game. And it was supposed to be the hardest difficulty out of the box. And I, I get that, like, I think people who say, like, the game isn't hard enough is kind of silly, especially if you're playing on normal or easy. And I think having, if you're going to have several difficulties and then the main difficulty that's meant to be hard is easy, I think that is a problem. Okay, however, yeah, it was also... Fair point, but... However, however, it was also partially my fault. And I guess kind of their fault, too. Because Remind was a paid DLC, but it came with a little bit of a free update as well, which added critical mode to, to the game. Because I had opened my PS4 and immediately plugged in the game and didn't update my console or connect it to the internet, I had no idea critical mode existed until after hey, I Addy, beat the game on Proud. Here's, oh, here's no. my thing. Yes. Hmm? Adding optional difficulty modes is what we again we're back to this whole point of optional i agree it's optional i just feel like if you're going to make it an optional option at least make it worthwhile to do if you're going to add a hard difficulty that isn't hard and it's basically just normal then why have a hard difficulty because look games Modern games especially are tailored to be more accessible. Okay. And I would argue I that it's not so much that the games are easier. They are. But I would argue that Kingdom Hearts 3's gameplay is so much less limiting than 1 and 2's. That things... That, that situations, especially in that. 1. Situations that happen in 3 that would get you freaking murdered in 1 won't do it in 3. Because you have so many more options available yeah. to avoid the problem. Well, that's why I'm saying, because I, you, you watched me get my ass beat when I was playing Critical. And I was getting frustrated, but I was having fun because it was hard. I, I, I just feel like if, you, if they released Critical, and Critical basically was like, if you do the thing that you did wrong in one, you get fucked up in three as well. It's just, I wish that that was just something that Proud Mode was supposed, like Proud Mode was supposed to be difficult. It was supposed to be what Critical was. They clearly could make a higher difficulty because they released Critical and it was hard. So, like, why didn't they just do that? Like, they clearly had the capability because they did it. They just waited until everybody asked them for it, for them to implement something that was supposed to be there because they had advertised there to be a harder difficulty to do. And it just wasn't. That's what I'm saying, like, I, I, I'm a person who's like, I don't like games being argued as too easy or too difficult. Like, if I played Dark Souls and again, my ass kicked, I asked for it. I played Dark Souls. But I just feel like if you're going to add options for people to purposely up their difficulty, at the very least, make the function, like, make the, make the option functional. Make it do what it says you, it's going to did do. Did you play it on normal, on, on normal. the actual normal mode? Because I, it, it probably, probably is harder. Again, I had I hadn't died a single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all of but you've been proud mode, and it probably was easier. It really was easier on normal mode. But I I quite literally didn't use ninety percent of the mechanics that I needed to because I just didn't I'll have be real to with you. in proud mode. Okay, I forget what difficulty I played on at this point, but I st 
still think that the, 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 the fight against Xehanort's 13 Shadows or whatever was some fuck. <laughs> the, what part of the game is it's, that? it's when you go to wherever the final area is. Ah, oh, yes, 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 yeah, yes. And yes, you have to fight the 13 dudes. At... Yeah, I'll, I beat that all in one try. You I'm probably not. were a higher level than me because I rushed through the game like I always do. Also, also... Maybe. Maybe, or maybe you just suck, Josh. This is what she's No, I, I, I know, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I, I, I did play through each area pretty thoroughly because I do like exploring and Kingdom Hearts 3 is pretty open. So I liked exploring and fighting stuff. I didn't really mind getting into fights. So I probably was higher level. But I found I wasn't really having a huge difficulty with the game at all. Um, and again, I just I just feel like if you're going to have a feature and you're going to make it difficult, like I just I just feel like proud mode should have just been what critical role a uh, critical uh, was. And then proud was probably what normal should have been. A normal should have been. I, I, I can't mode. say I care about the difficulty of the game. Matters in the grand scheme, and it's still and like and none of this really changed the, the fact game. that it, nothing, nothing about this really changed the fact that they that they that they put off the true ending of the game behind one of the hardest boss rushes I've ever freaking seen, which is yeah, yeah. ridiculous. I also have to uh, say that I I played through Kingdom Hearts three pretty quickly because I had I I I got the game like a year and a half after it came out because I never had a PS4 and I was really excited to play it. And I, I feel like my my expectations for Kingdom Hearts three were already really low. I I knew that it wasn't going to be the game that everybody was excited for it to be. I knew there was. Addy, be are you implying? Are game. you implying that hype ruins everything? Ridiculous! Yes. But like I anticipated. I anticipated that the hype was going to overshadow the whole entire game from the get-go. I put in, like, I, I, I tried to make my expectations as low as possible. I was like, fun game. My only real requirements were, like, I wanted a couple of worlds to come back because I really liked them. And I just wanted Sora to be likable. I don't think there were any returning fun. worlds, were they? Well, Pirates. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, that was a returning one. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh. Pooh. I love the Winnie the Pooh world. Uh, I got so sad in three that Winnie the Pooh was basically just a mobile game. I cried actually at the end. It yeah, wasn't as good yeah, as it was in yeah, two. Yeah. Two's Winnie the Pooh world was fantastic. No. As some, this I, is gonna be really even, sad, but I remembered I, that. I never grew up with Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. I never grew up with Winnie the Pooh. I actually, I actually only really knew about it because one, my sister had an Eeyore short, and then um, I played it in Kingdom Hearts two. I, I I literally had like zero, like bearing on yeah, well, Winnie the I Pooh other than Winnie Kingdom Hearts Pooh. Two, and I fell in I fell in love Winnie with the Winnie the Pooh world Pooh. so much. Winnie it made me so happy to play. I did the whole entire. It's optional in Kingdom Hearts Two, and I did the whole entire thing because I I loved it so much. So I got to three, and I was so excited. And then they just made it like a couple of mobile games, and then they kicked you out. And I I got so depressed because. That was the world 
right after Arendelle, and Arendelle extremely disappointed me, and I was trying to look for a reason to continue playing because it bummed Our, me out. Arendelle was really pretty. Played I liked Winnie it. The Pooh. It was pretty, but like, there was so much developmental hell that you could just see by just like walking. We got to run up the mountain. Arendelle. I like running up the mountain. They, they, they didn't have a voice actor for Hans because they had developed the game. They had developed that world, finished it, and then were told and shown by Disney that they changed the whole plot of Frozen. So that yeah, Elsa well, you know what anymore. I say to that. So they had to retcon Hans. I agree, but the problem was that, for example, the final the final boss in in Arendelle was very clearly supposed to be Elsa's heartless. Right. But Elsa wasn't a villain anymore. Also, one of the main parts of the world is that you're going through an ice palace. Yeah, that was you told me to be this. Elsa's palace. But it was made by Larkseen. Larkseen. She has ice. lightning powers, but suddenly has... has ice powers now. Because they because they made so much of the assets, they couldn't afford to go back and redo the whole world. So they just started adding a bunch of fucking band-aids. But they to it could and afford to, to completely redo the let it go scene. Let it go scene. I'm pretty sure Disney. I'm pretty the sure Disney, Disney like, made them do it. The Disney. It'll... I kind of feel bad for Nomura there because I've also heard that Arendelle is the world he's in most terms of proud in terms of aesthetic design, and like especially considering how they had to cobble everything together and fix it all. It's pretty impressive when you take everything into account. Like, like it's a bad situation yeah. and it could yes. have been better, but you know had they had they known, but 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 the worse. way they managed to fix but everything in a way that's still cohesive is pretty impressive. They yeah. cobbled everything together so last minute that again they couldn't even get the voice actor to do Hans. Like Hans didn't. He doesn't have a need a line. All of that. Fuck him. He's like the main villain. Fuck he sucks. He sucks. But like he was kind of important. And he ended Fuck up him. being the main villain of the world, and then he just doesn't need to say, say anything. anything. We've all seen the damn like, movie. We don't need him to talk. Also, can we just acknowledge that Rapunzel's world? Like they they did the same thing in Frozen where like they Corona. redid they they redid cut <laughs> <laughs> they redid cutscenes from Rapun like from Tangled in Kingdom Hearts three, but like couldn't get the rights to some of the songs, and so it was like this like cheap knockoff version of the song without any singing, like the lantern scene had like it literally had like camera shot by camera shot, like I see the light. But without I see the light, it was because what, yeah. what was the song. Yeah, what was weird so funny, to me? I was surprised how much I just didn't like Rapunzel's world. Like it was, it was very nice, and it looked like the yeah. movie, and it was like, like there was nothing really wrong with it. But like oh, the whole time, I'm like, I, I just no, I, I want to go somewhere else. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really like it either. Which is Tangled is my favorite Disney movie. I and so I was disappointed it, that... I did find it very amusing that uh, Eugene slash Flynn Rider also got totally sidelined in that world. To be... F yeah. yeah. In, 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 in their defense, that's pretty normal for Kingdom Hearts in general. <laughs> sort, 
Sora is just like, look at me. Yeah. I am her love interest now. Yeah. It happened in Aladdin, too. Um, like, I, I like oh, like we gotta save Jasmine. Don't worry, Sora will do all the work, Aladdin. Okay. <laughs> I think the best part of Kingdom Hearts 3 is the fact that uh, I didn't like a lot of the Disney worlds, but I felt like every world that wasn't Disney was bangers. Toy Story, banger. Monsters, Inc., banger. The only one that I thought was, like, really good, but wasn't, uh, but was Disney, was Big Hero 6. And that's because the creator and, like, main director of Big Hero 6 actually considers the world of Kingdom Hearts 3 a sequel to the movie. I mean, yeah. And he worked. He worked directly. I will point to out make it. that wasn't that. Isn't that the case with the Big Hero Six World Two? Uh, well, was, that's what he's talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought was, you were talking about Monsters. I was going to no, say, no, uh, you know, Big technically Six. speaking, the Pixar worlds are also Disney. You, you realize that, right? No, no, okay, I, I'm aware that they're technically the same, but there is, like, pretty heavy distinctions between how Pixar tells stories and how Disney tells stories that I kind of, like, separate them in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I saw Cars too. But I, I, also, I also think that the Pixar, I, I also think Pixar was pretty, is pretty good in terms of Kingdom Hearts game, in terms of Kingdom Hearts game, uh, letting new stories to do with Pixar, uh, like, be allowed at Disney, they're pretty strict on it being like a retelling for the most part. But then with Pixar Worlds, they allowed it to be like after the movie, this happens. And it's like a continuation where they show the charm of the world, like Monsters Inc. But it's also, a story. it's not just yeah, also, also Kingdom Hearts 3's greatest sin. Monsters. Did, they did not send me to the Cars universe so I can watch Sora become a freaking car. Because Honestly, that I would be like hysterical. Kind of to me. Lack you of... can't, you can't pay tribute to our Lord That's and right. Savior, Lightning McQueen. It's it's also pretty disappointing. I feel like that there was not as many. I feel like there wasn't as many cool Sora transformations. Where it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, he got a cool pirate outfit, and then in like toys, he became a toy. That was pretty cool. And then Monsters Inc. He became a monster. And then like, I actually hated. I don't think I hated Monsters. Oh God, I did not like it. And I think yeah, it's no, so cute. His, their the their Monsters Inc. designs were okay. Um, I thought it was really. Annoying. I uh, personally, I, really I, I, I personally, I was mostly Speaking. upset by the lack of Nightmare Before Christmas Sora. I agree. That was a that was a crime. Where the yeah. fuck is Nightmare Before Christmas? That's basically a staple at this point. You can't just get yeah. rid of that. As I led with Zach here, Fenris Silver. You can find him on Twitch and YouTube. Addie, you can find her on Twitch under what are you? Dekuwashi. God, you are such a weep. Um, uh, and I'm Darkness the Curse. You can find me on many places. Till next time. This is Darkness, and I bid you all a fond farewell.